Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the BJJ Foxcast. I am your host, Alex Martinez. And today, the crew is back. Tojo and Steven are back. Say hello, boys. Yo. Hello. They've been on several episodes. I'm not going to introduce it's episode 50. If you want to go back to episode 50, we were hammered on episode yeah. 50. Um, kind of went off the rails. Episode 50. Always good. Yeah, but but Josh saved the day. He did. He did save the day. There was a lot of stuff that I'm glad is not on episode 50. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, same here. Uh, yeah. So um, anyway. Um, so That's why I don't like Josh. <clears throat> <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Quit censoring me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep censoring him. You commie. <laughs> it was mostly just me, like, drunk and rambling that we just cut out. Uh, there were some rants. There, there were some, some rants. rants. It, yeah. got, it got wild. Yeah. So. Wonderful. But cheers, boys. Cheers. Bink. With these beautiful Atta Fox class gloves. Fox cast uh, glasses made by the beautiful oh. Marlena Gar- um, Vallejo. I almost said Garcia Vallejo. Uh, she made uh, beer mugs. Not mugs, but she made beer glasses. She made uh, these glasses for us. Yep, whiskey glasses. Yeah, whiskey glasses. So dope. really cool, man. Oh. Yep. Um, anyway, so um, my f- second podcast of the day. First podcast was awesome, so you guys better fucking measure up. That's all I'm saying. That's all I know how to do. Yeah. All right. Awesome. It's rock podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we we had we had dinner, and um, uh, conversation over dinner was um, a little weird. I mean, I, you know, I say and do some things that you know, I I, I you know, in in hindsight, I wish I could you know say or do them better, mm-hmm. but I think. <clears throat> in this case that we were talking about, I think I was, I, I think I did the right thing. Yeah. Um, there, there was, um, there were things that happened, uh, with, with, I don't know, I don't know how, how deep you want to go into this, but I mean, we should definitely vague book it, but, uh, yeah. Why don't, why don't you start and I'll just, um, well, let me ask you here. Let's just set this up as a coach and an owner of a gym. What is, what do you think your responsibility, your number one responsibility is safety, athlete safety. One, uh-huh. number one, hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. on that note, yeah, I know I did the right thing there. I yeah. feel good about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess if I could safety go, and comfort, I would say too, because yeah, like, yeah, no, you don't so want it, your people to be uncomfortable. Like they go hand in hand, yeah. right? There's physically there's, uncomfortable there's, is okay. There's, <laughs> there's physical safety and there's emotional safety as well. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think <clears throat> the only regret I have is I wish I would have just had all the information so I could react faster. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. know if that's that's something I can regret, but it's it's something I wish I had. I wish I had all the information, yeah. and and it would have been it would have been swift. It would have been swift. Uh-huh. Um. So for those people that were made uncomfortable, um, the the I, I want to say that the um the issues is resolved, but um you know I'm an open book, so please please come see me anytime. Yeah. And, and social and media being what it is, people are going to say their side of the story, their stuff. And yeah. It's like you can't really get around that, but just. Know that you did whatever you needed to do, or what, at least what you felt you needed to do, yeah. right? And and move on. And I know a lot of people listening are probably like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> That's not. Work. This is not for you. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, like it's just you know one of those things you don't want to like. You don't want to name names and do all that kind of stuff and get like you know go play in the mud. But like you know, you just gotta you gotta put it out there that like you did what you thought was right. There was no personal vendetta or anything like that. No, but I, I'm positive I was right. Yeah, I'm positive. I did the right thing. Good. Um, yeah. So I feel good about that. Yeah, you, some, you sometimes you have to remove an individual from, you know, from your school because it's it just it it just doesn't the scale doesn't weigh out. Like you know, yeah. keeping this person, even if they're a friend, 
Like, we've all had friends where you're like, God, he's such a fucking shithead. <laughs> right? Like, that's you. Yeah. Yes. You're, I'm your shithead. That's cool. Um, oh, well, you're mine. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Valentine's Day? It's Is almost Valentine's Day. Day so close. So close to Valentine's Day. Um, but anyway, so <clears throat> uh, I don't think it's an issue that's just going to go away. And, no. and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a big boy. Got yeah. broad shoulders. I can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, <clears throat> Um, I'm going to be a little bit more aware yeah. of what happens mm-hmm. and I'm going to, you know, take action very quickly. And I'd rather err, <clears throat> I'd rather err on the side, so- on the side of caution and be completely wrong than wait. Yeah. Right. I think that's because it, something, some, something like this could, can't wait. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so you know, it, the whole, like, uh, <clears throat> asking for forgiveness before, before permission, yeah. that's a luxury that a business owner doesn't have. Doesn't, yeah, we, we certainly don't. And right. and and <clears throat> and rightfully so, people aren't very understanding when you make those kind of errors. So for sure, yeah, yeah you know, you're gonna you're gonna hurt feelings. Yeah, you know, and you got to minimize. Yeah, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, um, for those uh, who are who know what the situation is but don't know what happened, it's trust me, like it's it's a tough choice that Alex had to make, and I think he did make the right one. Um, removing this individual, uh, it just wasn't a good good fit for anybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it was it was it was hard. It was hard, and uh, it, once I got all the information, it was a lot easier to accept. Yeah, yeah, which is like that makes it almost worse. Mm. You know, because you, mm. like you said, you didn't like know it ahead of time. Yeah. Like you didn't you didn't feel like you had the full story, for yeah. lack of a better term. Yeah, right, and it's just like. You just, it, you feel like you're like, am I making a decision off of hearsay? Right. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> and it's not like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this tough decision. Dude, I, I lose sleep over these things, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not my normal to just put the hammer down. It's not. It's yeah. just not my normal. So when, when it, when it comes to it, I, I want to be right. But like I said, I'll probably be a lot faster even even if I'm wrong, I'll yeah. probably be a lot faster. So yeah, it's not worth <clears throat> the wait. No, you know, like the only it only things can get worse. Yeah, and part. now that we've lost all of our listeners, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. All right, all right. So coming up, man, we got Master Worlds. Yep, and I'm super super stoked. Uh, probably the least uh, prepared I've been. Mm-hmm. Uh, physically, so you're gonna win. <clears throat> I'm gonna win <laughs> mentally. I'm mentally. I'm there. I'm. I'm good, man. I had some. I've been rolling really, really um, hard um, all last week, all this week, and um, I feel like my. I feel like my mind's right. Yeah. Uh, timing's good. Uh, we'll just find out, man. We'll find out in the uh, third or fourth match how prepared <laughs> I am. You know what I mean? Yep. That's really where it comes down to it. it. Like last year, I remember being in the bullpen after the first round. And thinking, if I have to go again right now, I'm fucked. Yeah. Luckily, the brackets were so gigantic that I spent like a half an hour mm-hmm. in the bullpen. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, you my know? bracket's 71. <sighs> wow. 71 people. Yeah. Which is like, you know, I right now it's like, I mean, the, most of the reason that I signed up is like, well, I'm already going to be there because I know, you know, you're going to be there. You're, you're, you're competing. Paul's competing. Amy's competing, Kelsey's competing. John Cabay. Cabay's competing. We got a lot of people competing this year. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people doing the the Jiu-Jitsu Con, yeah. which is basically <clears throat> the same event. They act like it's a different event, but same same venue. Yeah. I remember when they first remember when they first put that in there. It wasn't Jiu-Jitsu Con, it was uh Vegas Open. Mm. 
And oh, well, the Ve- they had the Vegas Open a long time ago. No, no, but but they they had it in the same venue. Oh, as a Master Worlds. Remember, mm-hmm. we had two Vegas Opens. It was spring and winter, whatever it was, spring and fall, yeah. and then they moved it to before Jiu-Jitsu Con. They had it in the same venue as Master Worlds, and. It was the it most. It was the craziest thing because people were getting disqualified because we had mats one through twenty four, and they had mats one through twelve. So people are showing up to the wrong, wrong, yikes. yeah, the wrong bullpen, the wrong everything, and they're getting DQ'd. It's like numbers are infinite. Yeah, <laughs> like number it's something different. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just yeah. So I mean, it, it, they should use colors. <laughs> <laughs> You're on matte purple, um, but uh, yeah, so. You know, we were, we were talking about this at dinner as well, and I, I don't mind saying it out loud. Like, you know, Master Worlds was like our escape, you know, because yeah. we spent so much time coaching. I, I wasn't a, you know, an owner other, you know, uh, up until three years ago, but but we've had Jiu-Jitsu Con every, every one of those years. Yeah. But before Jiu-Jitsu Con, it was like, we go to Master Worlds, mm-hmm. and we don't have any responsibilities other than to each other. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, you and I were blue belts, purple belts together. I think I got my brown belt slightly before you did or something. Mm-hmm. But um, all we had to do was coach each other and, and hang out and, and do our thing. But yeah. now, like, the added responsibility of Jiu-Jitsu Con, I hate to say it. It's kind of – I hate to say it's a bummer. It's cool that the students are traveling to compete, but, gosh, I missed that break. <laughs> well, I, they should just have – do the Jiu-Jitsu Con, because first of all, like, <clears throat> the Jiu-Jitsu Con is really cool. It really is, yeah. Like, they have, they have, like, it's, when I say vendors, it's not like when you go to, like, a local tournament, or even the IBJJF uh, uh, local-ish tournaments, whatever, you know, the, they're, they're smaller tournaments, yeah. right? Yeah, But you'll have, like, a booth with, like, shirts or something like yeah. that, or maybe an acai vendor or something like that. Yeah. No, no. This is like a real convention where they have like, you know, all the gi companies, tape companies, supplement companies, like they have all sorts yeah. of shit there and it's really cool. Yeah. And and they have like the Alliance booth mm-hmm. or the Gracie Baja booth or yeah. their this or that booth and the Atos booth. Yeah. And it's just like legends are just sitting there bullshitting, meeting mm-hmm. people and having acai with everybody. Yeah. And they have the seminars that they're doing. Yeah. Did you um, see the Marcelo Garcia seminar? Oh, is he? So Marcelo's not doing it, but oh. Danaher's putting it together. Uh, Gordon Ryan, um, I'm so, oh, gosh, who are these people? I'm blanking I'm right now. <laughs> yeah, Gordon Ryan's gonna be doing it. Um, the guy who does BJJ fanatics of of uh, is like a fundraiser for him, or is yes, it? Okay. yes. So every penny's gonna go to Marcelo Garcia's uh, fight. He's fighting cancer. Yeah, stomach mm-hmm. cancer. And, and if you don't know who Marcelo is, I, I need you to leave the room. I'm just yeah. kidding. No, no. For those of you who don't know who Marcelo is, if you're too new, if you're very new to the sport, just look him up, man. ADCC legend. You know, IBJJF legend. A phenomenal person. Um, he basically he you know he spreads jujitsu like the gospel throughout the country, man. And, yeah. and super great guy. I met him um, in 2015 in New York, and he couldn't have been more gracious. You know, I was geeking the fuck out, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, but he was really nice. At a fight ready here. Yes, in town. yeah. We we went to that one. I don't remember how that was. Jesus, probably That's five years ago, ago yeah. now. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and uh, anyway, he um, he's fighting cancer. Um, I don't know how bad it is because he's a very private person. But oh, maybe I, he's got good cancer. Maybe. You know, who knows? Like, you know, I mean, there's a, there's always like one to get, right? The the ones Ugh. that they can treat. Um, stomach cancer sounds awful. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? Stomach cancer? Yeah. yeah. So as far, um, as, as far as I recall reading, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. 
I'm sure someone will correct me in the comments. Oh, we're, we're, we catch hate no matter what. <laughs> hey, I like bananas. You son of a bitch. What about all the apples Who in the world? fucking doesn't yeah. like bananas? What about all the apples? <laughs> I take yeah. big bites of bananas. <laughs> are, you, are you one of those weirdos that peels it completely and then holds the no, bare banana? that's fucking weird. That's fucking weird, It comes dude. with a wrapper. Yes. That's yes. what it's for. Yeah. What was that? Was that my phone? Uh, yeah. Oh, I do have it on Do Not Disturb, but Amy gets to... Uh, she gets disturb. to text me whenever I she want. She gets to disturb yeah, you. Yeah, she gets to disturb. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, so um, looking forward to that, man. I, I definitely want to see if I can take part in that. I don't know. We have things going on all day, every day. And, and the day I compete, I'm just kind of going to my shell. It's. I, I think that stuff is more for the people who are coming with their friends, yeah. those who aren't competing, because it's, it's just, like, it is so exhausting. Like, when you're competing, like, not, not even the, the competing part. It's just, like... Okay, am I on weight? I'm on weight. Okay, right, good. Yeah. All right. Am I warm? Am I warm? Oh, I'm cooling down. I need to, you know, it's like yeah. that is all day long. And then if you throw in the coaching stuff on top of that, like yeah. it is exhausting. It is it's surprisingly how much uh, surprising how much energy that takes. Like mental energy, physical energy, all of it. Yeah. Um and I mean, there's also an opportunity to uh donate. Yeah. You can't make the seminar, just just donate, donate some money. Yeah. Everything counts, man. There's gonna be there's gonna be ten thousand people. At that place, if everybody donates five bucks, that's a pretty good day. Yeah, right. That's a pretty good day. Yeah. So, so donate the five, ten bucks, whatever you can. I was wondering if you're gonna do the math. <clears throat> I did it, but I did. Don't like doing math. <laughs> it sounds the like fly. the. It sounds like they, jujitsu count all that stuff is like a good bonus in terms of probably like generating revenue for hundred percent, hundred percent, and yeah. everything. <clears throat> um, so it probably sounds like it was like something they added to like make up the cost difference. But it's kind of yeah. unfortunate that it's not just like a weekend of all colored belts like well but think, I mean, but, adults yeah. you know but, but think adult it, color belts think of it this way <clears throat> there's proof that it's a good product yeah because it grows every single year yeah and ten thousand competitors <clears throat> excuse me that's crazy yeah they have ten thousand competitors and it's sold out they're doing a good job yeah they're yeah. doing a good job this is all selfish like yeah <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? of course yeah 100 selfish but <clears throat> to be able to just focus on you know one one tournament um one tournament per year. I mean, I think that's that's a good day. Yeah. You know, um, but it is what it is, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, like you said, it grows every year. But I mean, they and it's. I mean, last year was huge, right? But for how big it is, I mean, the venue is gigantic, right? It's a huge venue, and even with all the vendors and all the mats and everything, I thought it was ran pretty well last year. I thought the only thing that I would kind of complain about is. The way that they did the coaching stands is kind of weird. They had like this like little row between like the barrier and the mats that wasn't on the the athlete's side. Right. So you couldn't talk to your athlete before or after their match. Yep. Which is kind of like you kind of want to give that pep talk one or, way in, one way or out or give them, you know, some feedback for the next match if yep. like they made a mistake but still won. Yeah. Like that happened to Amy. Yep. Like if I I 100% think if we would have been able to talk to her after her first match, she would have won her second. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just something we're gonna have to do. Yeah. We're gonna have to figure out how to do it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, it depends what they do this year, right? Yeah, no. Honestly, like, I think I think our athletes, the 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 level of athlete that we're taking, mm -hmm. uh, doesn't need a lot of coaching during. Sure. I think the coaching that they need is before and after. Yeah. Right. Right after the match. Right after the match. Hey, you missed this. You missed that. Make sure this. Make sure that. I saw the person do this or that. That that's that's the coaching that they need, not the uh, you know paragraphs that you're trying to yell sure, you know yeah. at the person while they're, yeah. while they're wrong so i think yeah if we can be there for the first match we can watch 
we can watch her what we can watch what she's doing and then kind of give her some notes after. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that'll be good. And if we can get back in, great. If not, that's just the way it is. But if Amy would have like would have been able to say like, hey, she said she's prepared for my takedowns. We said so fucking what? So fucking what? That's, yeah, that's your takedown. Take her down. <clears throat> yep. Like yep. if she wouldn't have been able to get in her head like that. Yeah, she would. Yeah. She would have dragged that chick to the ground. Yeah, for sure. That was yeah. the time. That was the when she was gonna call her dragon. Didn't right, even though she'd been working on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was not the best effort on the collar drag. But yeah. I mean, like you were saying though, like yeah, the whole paragraph thing. It's like you're not gonna learn anything. Like I can't teach you a technique. Like coaching you on the on a, in a tournament. Right. Right. That's not the goal of a, of a coach at a tournament. Right. It's. Right. I, I think a lot of that comes down to like. Um, either confirmation or like, Hey, you made this mistake, like pointing out the mistakes and the, it, making sure that they realize the mistakes that they made so that they can be cognizant of those moving forward, like little, little corrections, but you're not making big changes. You're like, Oh, here, let me teach you how to bear and bolo right now. Right. It's yeah. nothing like that. That's right? not going to happen. No. <clears throat> and like, like I said, like, I think the direction a, a lot of times, like sometimes people just need like that, that affirmation. Yes. Like that, that I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I know I do. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I know I do. Um, you know, if somebody tells me, hey, you're kind of tentative in your approach, mm-hmm. okay, then I got to step it up. Or, hey, you, you were, like, a little bit too wild on that shot. Yeah. You know, that, that helps me. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to hear, like, oh, you know, go into this and then, you know, transition to that and then do this when he does that. I don't need all that shit. It's just in the moment, you know, just, you know, read and react. But um, it does help me when, when somebody comes up to me and goes, hey, the guy you're about to fight just lifted someone, put them parallel, and then slammed the fuck out of them on the ground. Okay, I'm pulling guard. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's good coaching. That yeah. helps, right? <clears throat> because you know, you know, you know I, I am the, I don't want to say I'm the worst because there's got to be somebody worse than me at defending takedowns, but I'm not great at it. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah, there's there's things like that that, you know, will, will certainly help. Yeah. Um, the other thing is... Um, <clears throat> The other thing that I, that I really uh, liked was all of the artwork last year. I think they fucking killed it with the artwork. Yeah, especially so like there was that big mural for Leandro Lowe because last year it was like just after he was yeah. Murdered. murdered. Yeah. Yeah, which was, you know, that's a big hit to the jiu-jitsu community, right, as a whole. And they did a really good, in my opinion, they did a really tasteful like yeah. kind of like send-off, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. You, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> yeah, at, at Worlds this year um, – I got choked up, but um, they were they did a tribute to Leandro Lowe. They, you know, they announced like the top ten uh, black belts, and they go to the mat before yeah. the thing starts, and that was cool. <clears throat> and then um, Leandro Lowe's family went out there and received an award. And as you know, the person I can't remember who it is. It's a uh, I can't remember who it is, but anyway, big wig, you know, on the mat yeah. is uh, given the award. And they're having this moment, right? Not cameras microphones are just talking just three people talking on the mat yeah and then the whole crowd starts chanting leandro mm-hmm. leandro leandro is wild dude it's like gave me chills yeah and i thought you know I, I thought that was very very tasteful of ibjjf and and, and the crowd to give them a, that kind of you know i hate yeah. to call it a send-off but that's kind of what it was yeah yeah that's <coughs> good yeah i mean it's good to do stuff like that i mean it just shows like how impactful that that person was yeah you know as a person yeah um yeah, that was my man crush. <laughs> Among <you>? many. Among <laughs> many. That was one of my men my men crushes. Men crushes. Men crushes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so looking forward to getting out there. Um can't wait, man. Can't wait to feel just feel that 
atmosphere. Yeah. You know? It'll be the first time I've ever done worlds. Oh, really? Yeah, I've done pans a bunch. I haven't done worlds. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're, well, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. You've been there before. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's a little different. Yeah. 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 I mean, <clears throat> you, you, you might, you know, this might speak to you a little bit too, like, a lot of like the the opens, like the Phoenix Open, the San Diego Open, the Chicago Open, whatever open it is. As a Masters athlete, sometimes you go out there and there's one other guy with you. Yeah, yeah, right. So there's so many people there. So like you don't really get as a Masters athlete. It's kind of hard to get those matches, right? Like especially like at the smaller tournaments. And, and then you have Master Worlds. Like I said, I have 71 people in my bracket, right? Like, yeah, that, that's good times, man. Yeah, oh, that's it's like the it's like the one tournament a year where all the Masters guys are like, "All right, guys, you guys game." Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, you know, and it, it, that's it, that's <clears> what's <throat> like kind of cool about it, and it's exciting to be a part of that. You know, I gotta be honest, kind of miss the days when it was like four people. <laughs> Back Master Seniors Worlds, it was a little easier. Yeah, Master Seniors Worlds, nobody really cared about it. Everybody was like all about the the World Championships, you mm-hmm. know, the the adult worlds. And I really love, I, 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 I joke, but I mean, I'm joking, obviously, but I really love that, you know, Masters athletes can now get, like, ready for a real war, man. I yeah. mean, it last year it was, like, four to just get into the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Before you're, like, even, like, in those, like, <clears throat> semi-qualifying yeah. rounds. Yeah. I like, I like walking out there and you read third qualifier. You're like, fuck. <laughs> There's two more. Jesus. So, yeah. So yeah. do they change the format, like, every year? Is it, or... Have they just been making adjustments to it? So, like, last year there was a qualifier just to get into the tournament? No, I, weekend, I, I, or? When, when I say get into the tournament, actually, like, have an opportunity to get to the podium. Type okay. Yeah. Did, did they change the format last year? So, or, so you were talking about get, just oh, getting sorry. into the Oh, sorry. The format's yeah. never been changed, yeah. per yeah. se. Like, it's always, all the IBJJF tournaments run like IBJJF tournaments. Yeah, right? so what I mean by, by, what I mean by to win three or four to get into the tournament is I consider the tournament the podium. Yeah. Right? So, you got to win first qualifier. If you're out, you don't even podium. You're gone. Second qualifier, same thing. Third qualifier, same thing. Quarterfinal, same thing. And then you get into the semifinal. Now you have a, now you're on the podium. Once yeah. you get into the semis, because they do third, two third places. So win or lose, you're on the podium. Right. Right. And then, but then you can advance to the final and then that's where they get first and second. So I always say like, just to get into the tournament, you got to win four. Yeah. Right. Are yeah. they doing the thing this year where they're going to have um, points assigned to IBJJF events so that you can. They do it every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so because we talked about that change last time where you said there were people that just didn't belong there because they, that was the only oh, term they were going they to. They only do that for adults. But not masters, not masters. Yeah, we don't oh, have to okay. qualify to get in. Okay. adults yeah. do. But adults do. Yeah, adults but have to qualify. Yeah, we still so have that a, same issue where, where it's like there's a lot of chaff in there. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. Uh, yeah, you're getting mixed up between qualifying for the tournament versus like right. the qualifying rounds. It's like, but, yeah. but I think Stephen's referring to my rant about you know maybe people don't belong there that are signing up for Masters World just because they can. Hey, I feel attacked. Well, you should. Mr. One Point here. <clears throat> I do have a point. But no, uh, the thing is, you, we'll get, like, I, I guess that may have been a poor choice of words because people compete in other stuff, not not necessarily just IBJJF, right? right? So they right. are getting competition rounds. They're just not accumulating points to IBJJF. But there are some people who just sign up for the biggest tournament of the year, and that's the only one they do. And that's yeah. a, that. in my opinion, that's a mistake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's hard to be prepared <clears throat> Mentally, if you're not even even well, 
just like like you said, there's other things that are going on. Like we could do our in-state tournaments, and I think if if you're a Masters athlete doing those in-state tournaments, you're getting prepared for Master Worlds. Agreed. Yeah. You know, because in my I've I've done, you know, opens like IBJJF opens, and I've done in-state tournaments. Feels the same to me. Well, the the only difference is like <clears throat> when I go out and do the Houston Open, I'm I'm preparing for Master Worlds. When I do the Phoenix Open, I'm not preparing for Master Worlds because you you're not sleeping in your own bed. You know, you're, you've, you've got to find that place That's to get fair. your food. you got to, you know, figure out how, you, how you're going to rest and how you're gonna, when you're going to get to the venue and all the that stuff. The stress of travel. The stress that, of travel. Yeah. And that's, that's really, that in my opinion, is, is the real preparation for Master Worlds. Sure. Get, getting out there and doing, you know, other, other events. I almost consider, like, <clears throat> any Vegas tournament local. Yeah, pretty much. It's not a bad drive. It's not terrible, but you're not in your own bed. You know what I mean? You're, I love you're, sleeping in hotels. Do you fucking, really? Yeah, you put that AC at, like, 50. <laughs> Yeah, you cheap bastard. What do you keep your AC at at your house? 76. Okay, that's not no, bad. No, 77, and then at night, I'll put it down to 75. That's not bad. Yeah. I keep mine at 80, and then I put it down to 75 at night. You're that's hot, man. Yeah, I, sleep, I get it at 75 at well, all times. I mean, your kitchen yeah, is always, like, freezing. In, uh, well, yeah, my thermostat's up here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. and you got so many levels to your house. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, my house doesn't make a whole this lot of sense. This mansion that yeah. he lives in. Whatever. People don't know because they haven't been here. But yeah. It's Alex the Foxcast mansion, actually. It yeah. is not. People don't Fox know that Cast the Foxcast actually pays millions of dollars yeah. to Alex. So he has a, a gigantic mansion. Um, he has horses because he's a horse guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a horse guy. I have horses. Pro- yeah, provided by BioPro. Yeah, <laughs> thank, you, BioPro. thank you, BioPro. Thank you, BioPro. Yeah, we got a sponsor, man. BioPro. I want to talk about them for just for a second. Um, I started. I ordered their uh, quarter sleep again. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for that because that stuff works, dude. I don't it know. Does. So yeah. I, I I talked to the uh, owner. His name's Dustin, and Dustin was telling me, you know, just stuff, right? But like, oh, I I just said, you know, I'd love to come out and see your facility. He's like, well, you can't come into our facility, <laughs> but I can show you like the lobby. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's top secret. Yeah. So um, yeah. So for those people that don't know, I mean, this this thing is like. You know, it has some, you know, anti-aging properties uh, and it helps with metabolism. I really believe that it's helping me with my metabolism because I was struggling to get my weight below, you know, I, I hovered around 186 to 189 mm-hmm. and then I started taking this stuff and I'm, my last meal is like 1030 at night because I'm teaching all day and then I'm closing the academy and then this asshole makes me wait for, get to go out to dinner and then, um, do what? and then by the time, by the time we eat, it's. 9 30 10 o'clock something like that get home shower sleep and dude i I, i've lost like 10 pounds since i started taking it yeah and i'm not really changing a whole lot i'm eating the same stuff but it's doing something to my metabolism and and the sleep stuff oh well but i take a day and a night one okay so it's it is helping um you know um i don't know about the the immunity piece i haven't really i I guess i haven't gotten sick right but i haven't uh, gotten sick since i started taking yeah so there's there's a lot of benefits to it and if you guys are not believers just give it a try man just give it a try give it give it two solid weeks remember that's what that's what he said give it two solid weeks did you start feeling any different yeah i've i've noticed a big difference on so the so the way i've described it is like so i i do it day and night usually um, sometimes I won't take the night because it'll make me a little groggy in the morning. Oh, okay. So it kind of depends, but usually I do, I do the day and the night. And, um, I mean, I noticed a difference in that, like my body, like, like my, like I've always been like, I'm in pretty good shape, right? I'm like well conditioned from training and everything, yeah. but it's like, it took my body from being like, you know, being like a Mercedes to being a Ferrari. Yeah. That's yeah, how yeah, it yeah. feels. It's like, <clears throat> like I've got like, I've got a lot 
more energy on the mats. And my the biggest thing I noticed though is my recovery is really good. Yeah. Like when I don't use it, I feel like I recover slower. My energy recovers slower. And even injuries, like yeah. I don't like even if I have like a really hard training session, I don't like I don't have a lot of long term injury that I've noticed uh, from yeah. it. Like I feel like I recover fast. Yep. Uh, code Code Foxcast. You get like thirty percent off. I think something like that. You get, you get thirty dollars off. Thirty dollars. Ten percent off. Ten percent off. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So what's, okay. What's the cost of this? Uh, I don't know. It's uh three hundred for so I think the oh, that's right that's I right, think yeah. the sleep is cheaper. Sleep is ninety nine. The uh, day daytime is uh three hundred. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have other stuff. They yeah. have another thing. How, how how much uh, are you getting? Are you getting a month's worth? Or are you yeah. Getting, you get you a month's month. worth. Yeah, a month's yeah. worth. <clears throat> so it's like four hundred dollars a month if you want. The yeah, time. roughly. Right. Yeah. But if you use code Foxcast, you save thirty dollars. You save thirty bucks, and you support the podcast. But yeah, so it's like uh, I mean, it definitely is like. I would, I mean, obviously it's pricey. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't afford to take it if it wasn't a sponsor. Right. But at the same time, like if I could afford to take it, I would do it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I'm for like, sure. let's just keep the, let's keep the sponsorship because uh, at the very least I'm loving taking the product <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, it's all good press and everything. Um, well, and another thing I like about the company is they don't work with anybody that doesn't take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's kind of cool. Like yeah. if you're not taking it, that they just cut ties, but, and, and some people will, will do that. I mean, they, they're, they're, they have their other supplements of choice. You know, some come from Mexico. I'm just saying, the real, the real, real. supplement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, they, it, they, they, Dustin's been good to us. Um, yeah. you know, so and yeah. I think it's worth trying. I mean, like, I, I was a little nervous taking it at first because I just, I mean, I'm, th- I'll be 34 in two weeks, and so like, I probably have testosterone loss. Like, I know that, like, you know, some of the stats show that's like after 18, it like halves, mm-hmm. you know, pretty rapidly. So it's like I probably could use it, but when it comes to like, you know, HGH and like all those. Um, all those things that are usually replaced, I think, with like steroids or other kind of inject injections and stuff. I was like a little nervous to be messing with any of that, but yeah, I mean, I tried and it's all natural. Like that's the thing; it's just yeah. it's all natural ingredients that yeah. it just boosts your natural endogenous yeah. HGH and hormones. Yeah, and and it's sublingual, so it's not like you're shooting you you're like yeah, shooting it just yourself. goes all natural. Always makes me laugh. I know it does. Arsenic is you natural. Laugh. Arsenic is natural. And you can have a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, just not a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so, so and BioPro. End of commercial. Um, <clears throat> so um, what else? We were talking about Master Worlds. Um, yeah, trip is short. I, I'm, I'm kind of leery about flying. Not that I, I think it's unsafe. I just think they're not doing a good fucking job. It's such a fucking nightmare. And especially yeah. right now, like, uh, so Kelsey and I went to New Orleans, what was that, a month ago, two mm-hmm. months ago? And <laughs> fuck, man. We were, so we were doing the New Orleans Open, and there was also the same weekend was the Austin Open. We had a flight to New Orleans, but it had a stop in, in Austin. And we oh almost, gosh. almost had a flight, like, because our first flight got delayed and we were almost not able to make our second flight. Oh, no. And we're like, we should have just fucking done the Austin Open. Yeah. Because then we just had the one way flight to Austin and no worries. Yeah. We show up late because it's, you know, the night before, right? Or, yeah. or whatever. And it's just like, and, and that's what I'm noticing right now is like there are so many delayed flights, canceled flights, canceled flights. Yeah, it's like what it's a fucking really nightmare. Bad. It's really bad. Yeah, um, especially with how much you pay to fly. Yeah, yeah, and how little you get. Yeah, you remember like back in the day when people like dressed would dress up to go flight. Go, you remember go on back a in the day when you used to get meals? Yeah. Yes. They give Warm you like ones. a fucking bag of pretzels. If you're lucky. Yeah. If Scale you're awake. Pretzels, yeah. Used to be able to smoke cigarettes on a plane. Man, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> Drink your you whiskey. You know you're on an old plane when they have the little, like, <laughs> the ashtrays. Ashtray yeah. You can still do cocaine, though. Yeah. You can do coke on the yeah. plane. But you yeah. can't yeah. smoke your fucking vape pen. Keep can't, your vape pen. No. Those are Get bad. that fucking yeah. thing out of here. 
<laughs> but I'm going to bump lines off this table. <laughs> <laughs> Run rails like an adult. <laughs> oh, my God. Like a true businessman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so flying sucks. Um, and then I, I think I think flying into, uh, I hate to call Vegas a small airport, but it is. Con- I mean, it's a tiny airport. Yeah, it's a small airport. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it makes it worse. I think, it, I think the likelihood of flights getting canceled goes up the smaller the airport. See, I would disagree because I think it's more of a destination. I feel like there's a lot of people trying to fly to Vegas. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Even yeah. though it is a small airport. It's a, yeah. it's a go, mm-hmm. like a, you know, go in for a day, get out kind of thing. So yeah. it's definitely Gosh. a destination, but it's not one that you want to stay in very long. Wish we could, man. I'm good for two days and then I want to come home. Yeah. That's about the same for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's it's like, well, honestly, like even at this point, I've gone so many times because we've had like years of the Vegas Open and like all the other, you know, Masters tournaments was there. Like, you know, a lot of stuff has been in, in the in Vegas. And it's like, plus I used, you know, lots of rock climbing outside of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've been to Vegas more times than I can count. Yeah. So it's just like, there's nothing I need to see here. No, no. Uh, well, last time was kind of fun because Kelsey had never been. Yeah. So we just kind of walked a lot. Yeah. We're talking yeah. like 40,000 steps, I think, one night I, I had. Yeah. And yeah. then almost got in a fight. Did not almost get in a fight. Did we ever talk about that on here? We did yeah. talk about okay, it. Good. Yeah. yeah. Anybody want to hear it again? We talked our way out of it's a, a good fight. good story. Is what we did. We talked our way out of it. I, my favorite part about that, it was like after everyone was like, okay, we're not going to fight. We had to all go the same direction because <laughs> we're walking down this like, so it's it's like if they were, it's like a block party yeah. street. Like yeah. it's like there's no cars on this street. Right. It's just this wide like walkway with a bunch of like restaurants and bars and shit. And we're just walking down it and we're like. We were already all heading in the same direction. Yeah. <laughs> Quit following us. We're just getting ice cream. But it's like that walkway, like between like the Harrah's and that's where the big Ferris wheel. Thing yes, is. at yeah. the end, that's where the that there's a walkway. It's kind of cool because it looks like a little, looks like a little city. You yeah. know, it's almost like you would see at Disney. You know what yeah. I mean? They have that little town, and it's they have little restaurants there, and and they have an ice cream place that we go to. And Amy wanted to go real bad, and Amy, so Amy almost got got us into a fight. Because of ice cream. It's really her fault. It is really her fault. Yeah. Yeah, So um, anyway, so Master Worlds. And then um, I'm really considering doing uh, Nogi Pans. Yeah. End of September. It's in Dallas. I get to see my brother. And then, um, yeah, go go get into a fight. In Dallas? Well, it's like, uh, yeah, I think think it's Dallas, city of Dallas. It's like north. Well, it's outside of Dallas, right? Yeah, it's like the north side of of Dallas. My, My brother lives in Waxahachie. Which is like I had no idea it was like forty minutes from the venue, yeah. but it's kind of cool. Like it, there's like you get there, there's like a loop. You get to the top of the loop, one exit, and you're there. Yeah, so it's not that bad. I, don't know, I thought the highway <laughs> system was a fucking nightmare. Oh, have you seen a map of Dallas? No, it's like loop, 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 loop. It's a bunch of loops. A bunch of fucking loops on top. It looks like a spider web. Yeah, their, their highway system looks like a spider web yeah. around Dallas. Yeah, because we when we went to visit Kelsey's family in uh, northern Louisiana in uh, West Monroe, we there's you can fly into West Monroe, but you have to like fly somewhere else and then take this <laughs> tiny little plane there that costs just as much as yeah. the flight to wherever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'd end up just driving to da- or flying to Dallas and then taking a, a rental car and driving four hours to West Monroe. Oh my god! But that, that sounds awful. Yeah, it was it was disgusting. And I mean, the nice part about that drive is it's like it's country roads, so you yeah. fucking just go as fast as you want. Yep, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. You know where like cops like to hide. It's just you and drug runners. I mean, yeah. What could it. go wrong? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've described Masters Worlds before as like kind of it's like your Super Bowl. It's your one thing that you care about winning. Jujitsu Christmas. Yeah. With as busy as like. 
with everything that you've been through in the last, like with this year, like you've had, you've been under a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, mm. like you've had a lot going on mm. as an, as a business owner. How have you like balanced your kind of like your desire to win, which I think like, you know, as you described before, it's like kind of the only thing you care about. Like you just care about winning master worlds. How do you balance that with like kind of the reality of the situation you're in running the Academy and not having necessarily like, do you feel like you've had adequate time to train? You feel like you could have, like that you've had to temper your own expectations about what what you want to accomplish. Um. So that's that's there's a, there's a lot of layers to that. Yeah, so thanks a lot for asking a real question. Yeah. Sorry. No, I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> no, that that's a great question, man. So I went through I went through um, you know um, a dissolved business partnership, and then you know I had I had three coaches leave the academy. Uh, just shortly after, and then a bunch of students leave, and that that whole everybody that owns an academy knows exactly what I'm going through. It's just some, it's it's a transitional. I can't wait to hear phase. what the Insta guy has to say about it, though. Who's that? Any guy on Instagram? Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, they know everything. Whoever yeah. you are, <clears throat> yeah. So the, the purple belt from Omaha. <laughs> so um, we should we should do a shit on the comments section again. you say that every time yeah i know but i don't take the time to fucking read them or much less exactly write them down, that's the so. problem i don't want to get yeah. my know tojo's tojo's in there all the time yeah, that's all so. he does he every wakes up in the morning I, every time i try to prod one of the bears they just fucking go back into hibernation i know yeah i like the bitches they are <laughs> I, I i love the guys that are like you know uh private account no followers and they just all they do is talk shit. The, no the picture's like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. but you know, God bless you. Or their whatever. dog or something. Yeah. So so anyway, um, so I went from teaching you know three classes a week to six a day, you know five six a day. <clears throat> so the first thing that went through my mind is like, okay, my coaches have left. Several coaches have left. If I get injured, I'm screwed. So I can't get injured. So I went through this phase where I was just afraid to train. Yeah. So I was literally not training. I would, I would weight lift and I would do like, you know, teach. Right. But I was like, I can't risk it. And then finally I was talking to Amy and, and Amy and I, you know, just decided we're just not going to live in fear. You know, if, if it happens, okay. Um, we'll deal with it. Right. And I think what helped me a lot was a conversation I had with, um, with, um, Andrew and Leslie Gardner on the podcast, right when that was happening, we had him on the podcast and it was Amy and, you know, the, and them two here. And, um, you know, I asked him the question, I don't know why I asked the question, but I said, when did you go like all in? You know, because they had different jobs and they were yeah. Andrew's goal, obviously, because he's an athlete, lifelong athlete, paid, played basketball at a high level and all that stuff. And so this was his goal. Right. He was working at Red Lobster until he got his black belt. And that was going to be his thing. He was going to open a jujitsu academy. Well, Leslie had a job. Right. That's where their insurance came from, stuff like that. And then he tore his ACL. The fucking nightmare. Yeah. Right. You tell your after you open an academy, you tear your ACL. And he said, that's the day they went all in. They so just didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, okay, like if they can do it, I can do it, right? We can do it. Amy and I can do it. Right. Right. And that's just the way I look at it. So I went back to training and then, <clears throat> and then other things would happen and get in my head, you know? So I was like, okay, I got to get that out of my head. I can't live in fear. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, cause that's the easy thing, right? Okay. I'm afraid. So I'm going to stop. Right. Right. I think I would be so disappointed in myself if we were sitting here and he's going to master worlds and I'm not. I would have been really disappointed in myself and I can't let that happen. So as far as like my expectations, I haven't tempered shit. Like I'm going to go out there to win. I'm not yeah. there. I'm not there cause I'm glad to be there. I'm not there because you know, I'm my, my teammates are going and I want to support them. No, I want to go fucking win. And, um, I think that's just how I hate to, this is going to sound stupid, but that's just how winners think. 
right? Yeah. Why not me? Why can't I win? Right. Why not? Right. Yeah. Um, somebody else did it. Why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. Um, do I did have I gotten as much training as, as I as I can? This is probably the least prepared I've ever been, physically, mentally. I'm good. Right. I'm I'm better than good. So um, I feel I feel like I can I can pull it off. And when I do, it's gonna be fucking awesome. And and literally like what what's fueling me right now is there's people out there that wanted me to fail in business. There's people that wanted me to fail as a coach. There's people who wanted me to stop training and I'm going to shove it right in their fucking face when I'm done. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I think it's, it's, that's one of the difficult, like probably the most difficult thing about being an entrepreneur. I think, I personally think that being an entrepreneur and a business owner, a lot of it is, uh, is it's kind of who's left, not who's best. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's really about your ability to, uh, stay calm through chaos and, be patient while endure. things work themselves out and endure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like my business has been like really struggling this year. Like we've yeah. lost clients. I mean, in the last, qu- in this quarter alone, I'm down 11,000 in revenue and like, wow. we're going to be like, we're, we're taking on like, uh, you know, like business, business loans and stuff to keep us afloat. Cause we know we have the income coming in a year. Yeah. Well, we got to make up the next like six months. Yeah. And there have been so many days where I've just had to be like, I've done the one thing I can to move the ball forward. And now I just have to wait. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's like a little bit is like I'm waiting and hoping nothing, nothing like, t- like terrible happens, yeah. you know, in a way. But it's like just being able to, to endure and, and just stay focused and not give up because like, it's, you know, like sometimes it takes time for like funding to go through. Mm. And so you're just like, okay, I've done everything I can. And then I usually just go train because I, because <laughs> I'm like, I can't do anything else. Yeah. I'm just going to go train and like, and, and work through it. But I, I do think, and like, I, we know a couple of business owners and entrepreneurs. I mean, um, Tom and Tiffany are a good example of that. They've spent so much time trying to find the right place for their new business. Gosh, they've gone through and I mean, doing that. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of it is like Elon Musk puts it really well where he says that he Uh-oh. quotes another person where he says, uh, running a company is like staring into the abyss and eating glass at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's a distillation of all the worst parts of the thing that you're most passionate about that yeah. you have to deal with constantly. Sure. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it is just your ability to jump through hoops, stay patient, recognize that like it's a, it's a slow process to get to where you want to go and keep your goal. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I think you need to like, remember uh, when you start like starting to doubt like that process, I think is like, uh, it's not like owning like a, a, a retail shop or something like that where like, you know, no one gives a shit if you succeed or fail. Right. Right. When you have a school, of, especially because you have, um, you have coaches and students who are very capable of like helping out. Yeah. Oh, you for know? sure. Like, yeah. so say like you were to blow out your ACL or something. Yeah. That would suck. Right. Yeah. You're going to have that first like week of like, you know, anybody who's had like a real injury like that, like knows you kind of like you go through like all the stages of grief. Yeah. Right. Where you're, 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 you know, you're depressed, you're angry, denial, denial. Like you're like, Oh, this isn't that bad. You know, you go through all those stages, all that stuff. Right. But like when he comes down to it, it's like, nobody at the school is like, Oh, coach is hurt. Fuck this. I'm out. (laughs) No, I, you know what? And, and it's been, it's been a great lesson. Number one, I realized that, you know, I set the tone. So I got to come in with the right attitude. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I don't, and I'm guilty of that. Like, do you remember when Paul had his heart attack? Yeah. I remember thinking like, are we going to have a school? Yeah. You know, but everyone just like came together. Yeah. You know? just rallied. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I think that would happen at your school or any others, you know, 
at least semi-successful school. Like yeah. your students are going to come together and help make that work. Yeah, they they rallied. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of my students rallied. It was really cool. Uh, a lot of them, some of them fled, yeah. which is fine. Um, but I had, a, I had a conversation with my mom, and my mom's like super religious. Like mm-hmm. you know, everything is, you know is about that. Does she call you Mijo? Always, yeah. <laughs> it's Mijito. Thank you very much. <laughs> but um, but um, you know, she told me that some something that made me feel really good about people leaving. And she said, you know, God is making room for the, for the right people to come in. She's, he's getting rid of the wrong people so the right people come in. And I'm telling you, man, some of the people that walked through those doors have been amazing. Yeah. Amazing, dude. It's been, and it just makes me smile, you know, because she's right. You know what I mean? And um, it, it's, been, it's, been, it's been such a great lesson in, you know, who's really on your side and who's not. Yes. Yeah. And, man, I feel like. I feel so relieved, you know, but I mean, it's not even like, uh, so I was just at Cabay's promotion this weekend and like right off of like maybe mile block down the street, there's like a Gracie school or something like that. Yeah. Right. And I was just thinking, it's like, I think a lot of people would see that and be like, Oh, that's direct competition. But the reality is, is like the way Cabay runs his school is different than the way that you run your school or or Paul or Cachenio or whoever. Right. Like there's different people, Different people want different things from yeah. their school, and every school isn't <laughs> going to be the perfect fit for, for everybody. Right. So, like, just because, like, it's easy to say, like, anybody who left wasn't, you know, a true, you know, someone who was really dedicated to this or whatever, you know, like, yeah. whatever, like, you know, fuck them kind of thing. But, like, you know, I don't even think that's necessary. There, there is there is definitely some of that, right? There's there's some of that. Not all of it. No. Right. There's some people that left, and I, and I get it. Yeah. I understand why. Yeah. Um, some people were very gracious and, you know, and, and had a conversation with me, yeah. and others didn't. Yeah. It, it's the ones that didn't. Like, that I, I, I know <clears throat> you and I have talked about this, about certain people, and you're like, you know, I just want them to go somewhere where they're happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, I, I think there's a lot of people who, like, they're not going to get what they want from here. You yeah. Know? And it is, it is the better option for them to leave. As much as I want, you know, that to keep my student count up or keep my, you know, what it comes down to, it's a business, right? You yeah. want the, you need the revenue. Yeah. But like, it's more important is like, you're creating, you know, lifelong friendships. Mm-hmm. Even like how many people do we know that don't train with us? They're not even part of Aries, right? They're not even part of our same jujitsu organization that we know and we'll be friends with forever. Oh, for sure. How great was our conversation with Nate right. the other day? Yeah. Like, that was cool. Yeah, and yeah. he hasn't trained in a long time, right? <clears throat> yeah. And it's just like, oh, we're all, we're all still homies. Yeah, and that that's something that uh, that um, Mamelin told me um, years ago. He, I think he was a purple belt, and I was a blue belt mm-hmm. when we had this conversation. It was at the uh, Double Barrel Bar in Vegas. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> always we, at a bar. <laughs> and we were yeah, we were talking about like people leaving, you know, because you know, um, I think Paul had a bunch of people leave and went to Gustavo's, and they went other places, yeah. you know, and um, and I was like, I just can't imagine like leaving like Paul like that doesn't even like compute in my brain yeah and then um and then Matt said dude people's needs change yeah like that's just a th- reality like yeah. and he and, and he he told me he's like I left Gustavo to come to Paul because yeah. my needs change and that really changed my perspective mm-hmm. on stuff um so that's why when people are leaving I'm like yeah hey, good on you man you know yeah. I, ho- I hope you find what you're looking for yeah right um, and, and it's best not to like get all like, uh, you know, fuck them, you know, no, they, no, they, no. Sh- they, sh- they owe me their loyalty, that kind of yeah, stuff. I hope I don't come across like no, that no, 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 because no. I, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, cause a lot of those, t- a lot of times those people come back. Yeah. Cause yeah. they think the grass is greener. Mm-hmm. 
and they go find out it's not. Yeah. You know, or whatever. You know, that maybe that's maybe they go find somewhere and it's fucking perfect for them. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I I I I don't I can't I can't fault them for that. Because we've had friends leave Paul's and go yeah. to other schools and they're still friends. Yep. You know, just because they're on a different a different team doesn't mean they're our enemy. Like right. that's not that's not how I function. Yeah. It's yeah. not how this works, right? Yeah. And the first time I got that <clears throat> feel, um, well, I don't know specifically when, but like when I, especially like white belt, blue belt, when we were traveling, when, I mean, we were all traveling a lot for tournaments back yeah. then. Right. Yeah. Um, and I would see Paul just knows all these black belts, you know? Yeah. You know? And he's just like, Oh, <laughs> Hey, what's up brother? You yeah. know? And, and it was just like from other States, you know, yep. other countries, you know, it was, I, I thought that was really cool. Cause like, I think when I was a white belt, I very much thought that like, this is our team. Right. Yeah. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> you know, and then yeah, you realize that like, like that. no, 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 this, this is a jiu-jitsu team, right? Yeah. We're all like here just enjoying the same thing. Yeah. With the same goal. Like mm-hmm. we all want that gold medal, right? 100%. Yeah. But, you know, the only way that this, everyone gets better is by, you know, everyone pushing each other. Yeah. Right? So. The, and, and, and the community in Arizona is such that even when we're in different schools, different associations, stuff like that, like if somebody's alone at Nogi Pants, they're not alone. They're with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what school they're from. Oh, like, yeah. You mean, you know what I mean? totally seen tons of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so especially at big tournaments like Pans and Worlds. Yeah. Like maybe their head coaches can make it or yeah. whatever. Or got sick. You're in Arizona, dude. Yeah. You're going to probably be supported by somebody. 100%. There. Yeah. yeah. And and that happens a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's it it it's cool like when it's convenient, mm-hmm. but it's even cooler when it's not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I remember it, it was at uh, it was at Nogi Worlds and I got somebody going on Matt whatever and then somebody else going on Matt, whatever, right behind. But I had already told somebody that I'm going to coach them. It's a d- different team on a far side mat. And all I did was tell Paul, hey, I need you on mat one or whatever it was. Yeah. And Paul just took off running. Yeah. And he just started coaching the guy on uh, on that mat. And that's the community we have. I, I, I'm I'm not saying we're the only ones, yeah. but I fucking know we have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool. But no, you know, my, my, my mom obviously was coming from a biased position right yeah. very biased and when she said that it was one of those things to make me feel better but it was one of those like yeah yeah moments you know yeah. but then when it started happening it's like i don't know reality just hit you know yeah uh i'm sorry i'm, I'm not ignoring you there's a tojo's there, on his phone there is no no there's a podcast on the, on on the joe rogan uh, podcast uh uh this boxer recently uh god i wish i could find it but anyways he was talking about his his mom basically says like you ain't shit <laughs> she, yeah she, like in front of everyone she'll be like oh you know great job blah 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 i knew he could do it but when he when he when he comes home she's like you ain't shit you don't got the next one Whoa, but it but it was damn. like to like motivate yeah yeah you know yeah. he's like i use that you know <clears throat> that's fuel <laughs> that's fuel that's a mom that knows her kid yeah, right yeah that's she's put in some time <laughs> right because yeah, that, that's ballsy yeah <laughs> it doesn't always go that way right no. a lot of those, a lot of those kids break yeah but yeah, like cool. those aren't the ones that win yeah. I, w- I wonder if my mom would ever say that. Maybe she says it behind my back. She's like, fuck, uh, fuck that guy. What is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing that ground karate for? Yeah. You know, she's 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 very proud of all of us, man. She's she's really cool. But uh, yeah, so, um, you know, with, with all of that change, um, I have this really, really, um, the, the, the military taught me this. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, whenever you go on a deployment, and, and, and I, I'm sure it's like this for every branch, but in the Navy, um, other than maybe special operations, they kind of keep their teams together. You know, they splinter off, but for the most part, like there's a core group that stays together. Yeah. Um, 
in in like shipboard where I, where I was, we would go on a deployment. We'd be gone four or five months. We'd come back. And then, <clears throat> you know, uh, you go out and you do your whatever, whatever the hell you're doing. It circles are in, in the ocean and whatever. Um, but then on your way home, you hit all these ports. Like you're hitting a port every third day. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, like, you're hitting all these fucking awesome places. And I was on a flagship. We carried an admiral. So we hit some really nice places, nice. right? <laughs> so, um, but we get back home, and these are people, like, not only did you suffer with, because you're sitting in the middle of the ocean, and it sucks, right? Yep. And you're doing all kinds of drills and all kinds of live fires and all kinds of stuff. But now you're hitting all these ports, and you're drinking together, and you're partying together, and you're hanging out. And so you get home, 30% of the ship's company transfers. Yeah. All your friends leave, right? So I have this ability to just move on. So when, you know, when I lost my coaches, I moved on that day. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't a great moment. Like, it hurt, but I moved on. Like, okay, what do we do now? You know, we yeah. lost our best guy in our, in our shop, right, in, in the military. We lost our best guy. He, he transferred. Fuck, he knew everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, we move on. Yeah. Right? We figure it out. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're still in the process. Benefit moping, yeah. There's no benefit. I yeah. mean, it sucks, man. It yeah. sucks. And I went through a period where I was like, you know, you go through the self-doubt. You go through all those emotions, you know. And, yeah. then, and then you're like, okay, shake it off, man. You got a good team, right? You got strong support. I got everything I need to succeed. All I have to do is execute. Yeah. So that's how yeah, I Yeah, and I think it's important to, like, go through those feelings, too. Like, actually, <laughs> like, kind of let yourself feel them. Like, so my partner gets it for me all the time where it'll, there'll be days where... Like I call him and I'm like, let's fucking go. Like we're gonna we're getting after it, brother. Like yeah, we got yeah. this. And then there'll be days where I'm like, is that flashbacks of your drunk podcast? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was cut out. That was cut out. The um, but then there's days where I call him. I'm like, dude, I don't. Mm. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what yeah. are we doing, man? Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, I got a mortgage. I got two kids, and I'm I'm like, I I'm I think I'm I was I might have been wrong, you know, about this whole thing. And we'll talk about it. Be like, you know, man, and and he's really good at like kind of talking me off the ledge yeah. and stuff. And, and, and I tell him out like when I'm going through, I'm like, you know, tomorrow I'm going to call you like ready to work. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yep. Yeah. And that's when I just engage in the, the beautiful part of entrepreneurship, which is just like having, taking advantage of the time. Yeah. Just yeah. be like, I'm just going to do some things that I know are good for me that help me feel good. Help me feel better. I'll go train. Yeah. I mean, there was literally one point where, um, in the last like couple months I was training six times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because I would get up in the morning deal with a bunch of shit at work, train, deal with a bunch more shit and train again because yeah. I was just like, I like I needed to get that balance. And usually when I'm training, what happens is like, I get to like, especially in the, in the mix levels when I'm rolling, I get to like 40 minutes in and then I just think about the thing that was bothering me and I can see it so much more clearly. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it'll just come into my mind sometimes like mid roll. Like one of the things I don't, I don't share this with my training partners a lot, but sometimes when I'm caught in a really bad position, I'm about to get choked out, choked out. I'll think about whatever was bothering me for a sec. Oh, yeah. I'll just stall and be like, Okay, let me examine this thing that was that was bugging the shit <laughs> yeah. out of me as I'm yeah. about to get choked out. I'm like, oh, I can see the truth of it a lot more clearly. So yeah, there's there's a lot of benefit to that. Man. Yeah, I think there's a it's a lot of it's a lot of self reflection. It's a lot of introspection, which I think is what one of the things that like stops people from being successful at it because you have yeah. to like first you, when you have a failure, it's like a, it's like a series of failures over and over. Again, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what and you know it's cliche. comes in waves, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's cliche, but it's like, pe they say like people only see the success. So they, so at, by the end of this year, everyone will see like how, what a great shape the Academy's in, how everything's going. So it's so good. Student numbers are back up and everything. And they'll be like, look how successful he is, but they're not going to think about the 
however many, you know, the eight months of trial and frustration and <laughs> yeah. just, and really sitting there and being like, yeah, fear, mm-hmm. deep I, fear. I think in a lot of ways that's your job too. Yeah. yeah. So, so the couple things. <clears throat> so the last uh, two weeks ago, we're in uh, comp training and I was running it and I just start yelling. It must be nice. And everybody's like, what the hell are you talking about? And I just start yelling. It must be nice. Who's going to carry the boats? No, it must be nice. And I, and I started telling them, it's like, it's like, if you're doing, if you're doing all of the hard work and then you go in and you whip somebody's ass, someone's going to say, well, it must be nice. You got all that talent. Oh, you know, yeah. you got all that talent. It comes natural to you, right? It comes naturally to you. You don't have to work at this. And they don't see you on Sunday morning busting your ass, right? After you had a long week of training, just busting, going through the toughest day of the week on Sunday, the last freaking day. Yeah. Must be nice, right? And that's something that I think about, like, you know, when I see the end, when I see the end of this, you know, this this trial that I'm going through, I want people to be like, oh, it must be nice. You know, you got it so easy. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's going to make me smile. Yeah. So, yeah. Hell yeah. And I agree with that. I think it is your job, but I think it's one of the things that people don't <clears throat> think about when they're thinking about being a business owner. Sure. Mm, and yeah. I think what causes a lot of people to wash out is like, it's not just... It's not just being organized. It's not just being disciplined. It's not it, it like those things are obviously like really key, but it's it's a certain mental toughness that you have to develop yeah. because you're going to fail a lot. And well, really I mean, that fast. job thing, it being your job is like as as in like that's a part of your of the challenge. That yeah. is. Yeah. Right. Because you, you got to you got to like eat that dick basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you and, and if you start like showing that doubt to your students, that some students are start having their own doubts. Yeah. We're like, yeah. Oh, I do I need to start looking for a new gym? Yep. That's a whole new other layer too that. Like I don't deal with as much because I just deal with like with clients and, and revenue, like in terms of like, w- like we just, we just do like a lot of B2B and everything, mm-hmm. but we don't deal with like the element of like, like said, showing fear yeah no we're, we're in the people bi- i'm in the people yeah business. you're in the people business 100%. for sure yeah and if you get up there and like you're just complaining or being like guys please don't leave or whatever like people are going to be like mm, maybe you know I, I didn't come here for this yeah i go a different route with it i always thank everybody for for the support because it means a lot to me. it means the world to me yeah. yeah it really does i mean just you don't have to you don't have to be like you know cleaning the mats or you know whatever it helps if you clean the mats but uh, but you know what i mean Especially like nogi people show up show up being being supportive yeah. just means showing yeah. up to me like you know i'll take care of everything else like if nobody else does it i'll do it yeah but but man just people showing up and people like i mean just being on board man and and, and trusting trusting the the process cuz we're going we're all going through it right now yeah and um you know, once we once we come out the other end, it's gonna we're gonna be different people. We're gonna be different animals. We're better. We're gonna be better because yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, we went through it. We went through a, a a point where it almost felt like you know you're kind of watching and you know you're watching from um from you know a thousand feet up, watching the whole thing just kind of run. And you're like, whoa, this is kind of cool. And now you're back in it. Yep. You know, and eating the glass. And, yeah. So eating the glass. So yeah. I, I I heard a guy the other day. It was one of the videos that I that I watch, and he said. Um, He's an entrepreneur and, um, you know, it going through all the stuff that entrepreneurs go through, go through. And he said, you know, he tells himself, you know, um, <clears throat> hard completely sucks. Okay. This completely sucks. This is what hard feels like. Mm-hmm. And then he just pushes through it. And, and you got to remind yourself like, yeah, these, these, this is what hard feels like. Right. Because you're, you can't look at hard as unfair. Right. That, that's not productive. Right. Unfair is not a thing. Right. It just is. Yeah. It's yeah. just fucking hard. That's it. Yeah. It's not unfair that it's happening to you. Right. It's just fucking hard. And you just have to deal with it. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, even on like the short term, like so something more probably a little more relatable to anybody is like uh, I I like to tell this like to, to a lot of people like especially like right now we're all prepping for tournaments and stuff like that. We at Paul's we have forty five minutes of fucking rounds, and yeah. you've been there. It is yeah. hot as shit. Hot there. as fuck. Yeah, hot as fuck with with all those people in there, and there's people who want to sit out, and I'm like, look, dude, you have forty five minutes of rolls. You know what happens after that forty five minutes? You get to go home. You can have dinner. You can get you know. Go have a beer. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Whatever you want to do, yeah. 45 fucking minutes. It's all you have to fucking dedicate, right? Yep. It's going to suck. Yeah. You know, and sitting out sucks. And I always tell, the one thing that I like to tell a lot of people is like every fucking time I've ever sat out around about 15, 20 seconds into that that rest round, Good to go. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I yeah. can roll right now. <laughs> yeah. it, it's just like you needed that like second to like gather your shit. You could do that in the first 15 seconds of your match though, or yeah. your next round or whatever, yeah. right? It's like, it's never as hard as you think it's going to be. No, yeah. Right? Yeah. And or like even when you're at the gym and you're like, God, I don't want to do this fifth set. <laughs> right. I don't want to like you know, especially yeah. working with Vin, because yeah. Vin beats the shit out of you. Yeah. Like you're like, I don't want to do this fifth set. And you're like, Okay. Here it comes. Yeah, you're still gonna do it. Yep. Right. And then I, I do those slow. Yeah. I do those slow because I wanna feel it and I wanna like I always tell myself like, you know, when I whenever I wanna put the weights down, I'm like the gains are in these last two reps. Mm-hmm. The previous, you know, 13 don't even count. It's one of my favorite parts about a workout when you're getting ready to tell yourself there's no one. Well, So you have Vin to keep you accountable. Yeah. But like when I'm at the gym and I'm like, no one's going to know if I don't fucking do this next. Right. Time. That's true. Yeah. And my favorite part is like, yeah, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Still going to do, do, do it. Yeah. That's good, man. So yeah. I, I, I tell myself that like, it's real easy. Like Vin, Vin, I mean, he doesn't count every rep. Mm hmm. But what he does, he has like an internal clock. So these 15 reps should take X amount of seconds. Yeah. Right? And if you put the weights down before that, he just kind of gives you a look. He knows, yeah. right? And I, was, I just tell myself, like, he's going to know. And the gains are in these last two reps. And you're only cheating yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's, that goes with <clears throat> all sorts of, like, conflict, like, in your life. Whether it's your bills. It's like, yeah, you can ignore your bills. Yeah, but then what happens? They 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 build up. Yep. Then then they're unmanageable, and then you lose your house. Yep. Or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like it doesn't. It seems like it's the easy thing to do, but in the long run, it just fucks you. It just fucks you over. Yeah. 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 You got to face it. Mm-hmm. You just have to face it. Yeah, man. It's 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 wild, man. That the, you know, I feel like it's it's been it's been weird because, like, when I first when we first opened the academy, I had to figure out my schedule, right? Because everything changed. There's yep. no free time. Right. So I had to go in and teach in the morning and you were still working. Yeah. Go work all day. Like I'd bird bath in the bathroom, go work all day and then come teach at night. And we were doing that six days a week when mm-hmm. we first started. Cause we didn't have, we didn't have any coaches. It was just Chris and I. So then, um, after that I quit my day job almost three years later. And, um, now I got to figure out my, my schedule again. Like, what do I do? I'm not working. Right. Or am I, I am working. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out, you know, who's doing what, when, whatever. And then, you know, and then the buyout happens and then the coaches leave. And it's like trying to redo my schedule all the time. And I think a lot of where my frustration comes from and a lot of entrepreneurs, I'm sure, are deal, deal with this a lot. And I, I, it happened today is when I forget something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me angrier. Like you, you were ringing my doorbell today. Yeah. I didn't. It was it, you weren't in my calendar. That's all that happened. You know what I mean? And and it, you Rude. don't 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 feel <laughs> I feel don't, neglected. <laughs> don't feel don't feel like you're left alone because there's there's things that happen that like, you know, I'll be at the academy and I'll be like, oh finally get a break. I'm gonna go eat. And somebody walks in. We had an appointment. I'm like, ah, oh, that's right. 
my two thirties here. Awesome. You know what I mean? So, um, those are, those, I think that's where my frustration comes out the most comes from the most is, um, you you know, I'm, 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 I'm a fairly disciplined person. Um, but my organizational skills need, need some help. You know, they need some help. And I, and I use, you know, I use notable, I use, uh, you know, I use my calendar, I use Google, I use everything to help me. It's just, I have to remember to enter it, (laughs) you know? So I write everything down now and I, and I, you know, at the end of the day, I take all my notes and I transfer them into something electronic so I can keep it all. So that's helping. Yeah. That's helping. But I do fumble. Yeah. And I mean, it's just kind of making adjustments like slowly over time. Like I've had to, it's taken me a long time to get organized as well and be able to like keep track of everything I need to do. Yeah. And, um, I found that I actually, I have a simple planner that I can, that it's got, you know, the day of the week and the, and I can put the date in, but I can just write down my to-do list. Mm. And so for a long time I was like, well, I gotta, I have to write stuff down. I do better when I write things down. So I got this notebook and I would fill it up. But then what I would, what I would have, have happen is I would fill it with like all these things that I knew I had to do. And there's no way in hell I'm going to get them done. <laughs> one day. I'm just not. Yeah. And so what I'll usually do is I'll write down, like, I kind of start on Monday and I'm like, here's everything I know that needs to get done. And then at like 10 o'clock, I sit down and look at it and I'm like, what can I realistically accomplish in the next mm. six hours? Mm. And then I move things around and adjust. And like some things have to get done first, but some things can wait a few days or wait a day. And so it's like constant revision, but you have to stay on top of it. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think like that's the way that, and I still like will forget things, but I'm a lot better about it than I used to be. I used to yeah. be like missing deadlines, missing meetings, like all over the place because I just, I just couldn't keep track of, track of all of it. But I worked out a system that works for me. And I that's think good. that's like, that's yeah, fucking worse. What you have to do. And you like forget you have a meeting. Oh man. Oh yeah. And they're like, yeah. Hey, where are you? Yep. Oh, fuck. I'm on my way. I feel very bad. (laughs) Traffic, sorry. Because I totally remembered our meeting. (laughs) So you you worked for, you know, I remember back in November when you went full-time, and we had talked about it, and I remember being really encouraging for you to go full-time and and excited for you to go full-time. Yeah, you asshole. (laughs) Now you've been at it for almost a year. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about it? No looking back. Yeah. Yeah, I can't work for anybody else. I can't do it. Uh, I, I realize I'm a lousy employee. It's not because I, people I'm a are terrible bad. employee. Yeah. I'm such yeah. a bad employee. <laughs> but here, here's, here's, here's what I, here's what I, um, here's what I've learned in the past year. Number one, I'm a terrible employee. I learned that, but I also learned that, um, how much I admire people from my old life, my old job who are passionate about what they did. Cause I'm really passionate about jujitsu. I'm not just passionate about jujitsu. I'm passionate about my students. I'm, I'm passionate about watching their lives change and being like all, you know, great people and seeing you know, new faces and people lighten up. I had a guy the other day, he's one of my warriors. Um, he comes up to me, he goes, he goes, Hey coach. He goes, I want to thank you for everything that you do. And this is someone who pays me to do what I do. You know what I mean? He doesn't yeah. have to thank me, which he is, is really... thanking you with a paycheck. Yeah. Right. But no, yeah. but you know what I mean? But you know, he says, I went from diabetic to pre-diabetic. Yeah. Since I started jujitsu. That's a big step. Huge yeah, step. Huge. Yeah. Huge step. Made made my freaking day, man. Made my week. That's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff. That's why I'm so passionate about this because because of stories like that. Um, but I remember seeing people that were just like so on fire to do a good job, you know, at, at their chosen profession. And I would sit there like, why do you even like this? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even like doing this. Like I, I have to pretend I'm somebody I'm not in front of people that I don't even know and you know, it's such a relief when you meet somebody who's like real and you can just be friends and they buy stuff from you. Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't have to put on an act. I can just be an asshole. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, but I truly admire the people that I used to work used to work with 
Um, there's a select few that are super passionate about what they do. And I'm, I'm so happy that they are, that they're, that, that they're in the position that they're in. I couldn't imagine like in my mind, right. When I was working for somebody else, I couldn't imagine being passionate, making someone else rich. Yeah. And, 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 but that was just my point of view. Those guys are passionate because they're helping people, right? They're, they're making hospitals work better. They're making schools work better. They're doing all of the stuff that they love to do. And I, I, did, I wish I would have taken the time to just kind of talk to them and be like, what is it about this that makes you so passionate? You know, because I'm curious now. Yeah, sometimes yeah. those guys fucking are just blowing smoke, though. I don't know, man. No, they're, they're, no, I can, I can spot the blowing, because I'm, I was, that was me, mm-hmm. right? I, I put on an act for almost 20 years. Oh, because we have, like, these uh, town hall meetings. I won't say what company I work for. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, like, listening to the CEOs and, like, the CFO and all them, those guys talking. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, well, so their bonus, you know, depends on your, your, your performance, so they have to put on an act yeah. but no i'm talking about guys like just straight up sales guys oh yeah that were just like fired up to do their job and and, and listen you can hop around as a sales as a salesperson and yeah. and make a lot of money and not really do a good job you can because people will hire you because like oh shit you have this many years experience you work in this industry fuck yeah we'll take you yeah and then you get a pay raise for going somebody somewhere else these guys were in the trenches man they I mean, we're talking like cold calls and we're talking like, you know, lead nurturing and all this other stuff that they, that Ugh. you have to do. And it, it's time consuming yeah. and these guys are fired up to do it, man. And, and I, I, I admire that, man. I, I wish, I, I wish I wouldn't have shit on those guys so much cause I, but mm. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and now you're like, you're still in sales. I am in sales and I'm still lead nurturing and yeah. I'm doing, but I'm doing it for something that I truly love. Right. You know, I, tr- I, I don't, I don't love air conditioning. I mean, I love air conditioning. Yeah. I live well, in Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't love it until it stops working, I guess. But no, I, I'm not I'm not really passionate about making a building cooler. You yeah. know, I'm not. That's just not my thing. You know, I I, I always say, like, you know, I, my, my biggest regret is I got really good at a job I don't like. Yeah. You know, and, and I just hope that somebody listens to this and, and they kind of find something that they're passionate about, you yeah. know, and, and, and j- they just do that. I yeah. mean, it's definitely yeah. like a luxury that a lot of people don't get. No. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and a lot of people don't have a choice. You yeah. know, if you have like five kids, a mortgage, a minivan and, you know, or, or a, a school bus at that point. Yeah, like say like you're like some loser who likes baseball or something. Like, Yeah. Well, if, if you're not doing like if you're passionate. Yes, that was shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing is, like, if, if you if you feel like there's no way out, you got to do your job, blah, blah, blah. But you're buying season tickets to f- somebody who doesn't give a fuck about you. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I, I, got, I got no I got no sympathy. Yeah. You know, none. So, but there's not like any, like, it's not like you could just, oh, I'm going to start a baseball team. Right. You know, like there's a jiu-jitsu, you literally yeah. can start your own jujitsu team. You can. Yeah, yeah. You can. Um, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. And it's kind of cool talking to the other guys, like people that came up like me, you know, we're not from Brazil, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're American black belts mm-hmm. that opened up schools and we're like, you know, we are grand black belts you know what i mean like so somebody else that gave our instructor their black belt so we're grand black belts and you know just being able to talk to those guys and talk about what they're going through and understand that we're all going through the same stuff mm-hmm. it's pretty cool man it's like a small even smaller community within jujitsu yeah 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 it's cool yeah it's so. like the community of academy owners yeah it's like i feel yeah. like that it's you know like obviously like john john's in there you're in there mm-hmm. paul mm-hmm. um and the, yeah, I mean, I think it's like kind of a different experience than yeah. what most people. It's very weird because like for the last two years, jujitsu has been like so much of my life. And I forget that there are people who are extremely casual about it. 
Oh yeah. Who just don't even think yeah. about they don't they, they they almost don't even scratch the surface. And it's 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 totally fine. And though. it is totally fine. Yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah, it's yeah. weird because I I just I I forget that people But but don't. yeah, but but don't forget like jujitsu is doing something for them as well. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? They they're, they're still getting something out of it. Yeah. Not quite as much as you are, right? I mean, you're 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 definitely getting full benefit, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, there's some people that they're, they're still getting something out of it. Oh yeah, and it's not to disparage. It's just to, it's just like I just forget that like. Oh no, fuck them! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I just forget that people are not like just all in on it necessarily mm. the same way. Where some people, it's just like I go like once a week and I get a workout and it's fun. Awesome. Here's a lesson you know? for, Good for you. you. Yeah, there's going to be a time where you're going to be that person. Hundred percent. Once a week for a week for a workout. A hundred percent. Like you. Uh, I don't know anybody who's done jujitsu who hasn't had a, a point like you, on a long enough timeline, you're going to hit a point where you're like, do I still love this? Cause sometimes I find myself coming in and you're just like, am I forcing myself? And then you've, and some people quit at that point. Yeah. And then some people like, you know, take some time off and then come back. You know, is it, it's, it's just like any, any other relationship. Yeah. Just like any other relationship. Yeah. Man. And yeah. It, it's just kind of like how you, how you, how you nurture that feeling or, or, or yeah. don't. Or, or, um, or uh, like an instructor says something mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, that was messed up. Mm-hmm. Right. And do you, do you hold them, do you hold it against them or do you realize they're just human? Right. Right. They're just human and, and get past it. Yeah. Because, or if you go through, like through an injury spell. Yeah. Know? That's the tough one. Yeah. That's the tough one like, because it's worth it. Yeah. You know? Well, first of all, you, you realize you're, you're not superhuman. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a big one. Right. Um, and then, and then you're like, okay, well I can't do this. What else is there? And then you start replacing it with other stuff. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's drinking or food or, or I don't know, some other sport that you kind of enjoyed or you, you, you reconnect Pickle with friends. Ball. Pickleball. <laughs> you reconnect with other friends that used that, that don't do jujitsu that you hung up before jujitsu. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's a tough one. Once you replace jujitsu with something else, it, there's almost guarantee that you're not coming back. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm, I'm curious if I'll ever reach that, if I'll reach that point, because again, it's like last two years I've been in the, like the honeymoon mm-hmm. white, th- white belt phase mm-hmm. sure, where yeah. it's like, I'm like, you know, I started out earlier. I'm like, this is intense. It's fun. Like I'm so, co- I'm so <laughs> cool for doing this yeah. thing because it's fucking hard. And yeah. like that, that kind of feeling of just like, do you ever hear the story of like, or like the, the idea of like a kid who walk goes to school with like a, um, like a super, like a Superman costume under his clothes because he wants to feel like Superman at school. No, and he like he walks around and being like that Tojo. <laughs> he walks around Spider-Man. being like I'm like like you know I'm I've got this thing that I'm carrying around that's like really cool that makes me feel special yeah. and that's how I felt when I started jujitsu. Okay, was, I was like. I was like, I do this hard thing. I'm so fucking like awesome. And no one knows how awesome I am, but it's okay because I experience it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so I was in that full like white belt love, like, like, uh, um, like, like, you know, just like full love of, of the sport kind of thing or yeah. love of the martial art. Yeah. And now it's like, as I've gotten to two years and everything and I'm like, I think cresting upon my blue belt potentially, I don't know for sure. Like I've had to kind of temp, like reexamine and, and be like, you know, do I need maybe take a break? I don't want to take a full week off because I think it'd be hard to get back. But maybe I train a little bit less. Mm. Um, and and I'm curious if I'll get to that point where I'm like, man, I just don't want to. Because right now I can't envision that. But there have been plenty of things in my life that I didn't envision I would never do again. And then I end up never doing them again I mean, because they drop. I think yeah. a lot. I mean, that's I think that's a lot of the reason a lot of, we lose a lot of blue belts. Yeah. You know, you get it, you get through that honeymoon phase and then you kind of like, especially because like you're so stoked. It's something new. It's fresh. Like like you said, the honeymoon phase, right? 
and then it's and it's magical and all this stuff. It's like you just feel really cool for doing something that like most people aren't even willing to try, you know, let alone like commit, you know, three, four or five days a week at. Yeah. Right. And then you get that promotion and you realize uh, like you get to see behind the curtain a little bit. Like I said, you know, like the Wizard of Oz thing, like you see behind the curtain, you see. Oh, my God. But instead of like, you know, some fake magic, like you see that. Oh, no. I'm just at the bottom of this huge hill. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. And a lot of people are overwhelmed by that and quit. You know, I think um, a lot of people just feel like, well, I made it over the first hill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think that's a, I think that's what a lot of people have to like, you know, start really like, you know, coming to Jesus or whatever that come to Jesus moment or whatever that a lot of people have is like, you got to like look back at that and be like, I put all that work to earn this. Why would I quit? Well, there's a couple of reasons that I can think of right off the bat. Once you start neglecting other stuff that's important in your life for jujitsu, it's really easy to become resentful. Sure. And be like, this took me away from whatever. And <clears throat> and um, there's also like relationships in there that suffer when you when you train a lot. Um, I know I know mine was strained because I trained so freaking much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went 6 a.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m. And then our, no, it was like, we started at eight back then, right? 6.30. And then we started at like, oh, in the evening, 7.30 or uh, eight. I think we had like a 6.30 to seven and then. It, 6.30 to 7.30. We got at like, not, got out at nine. Got out at nine. Yeah. So it might've been 7.30 to nine. Yeah. So then I would come home and I'd shower, sleep, do it all over again. And then by, man, by Wednesday, Thursday, it was like my body's beat up, but I'm still going. Yeah. And then we would have a seminar or an open mat or whatever. And I'd go do that. Um, so yeah, it puts a strain on your relationship when you go like too deep. I think I went too deep, too quick. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm very happy that I'm still married, (laughs) but you know, are you though? I am. I am. She still loves me. I think. Right. I don't know. She offered me food. That kind of helps. Probably not. Um, but, uh, can you blame her? (laughs) But, um, but you know, she knew, she knew what I was when we met, you know, when we, when we met, I was into triathlon and she came to my apartment, and I had, like, two bikes and running shoes and shit in my living room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I made no qualms about it. That's who I was. And I, when, once I obsessed about something, jiu-jitsu was another level, though. It was another level. That's, sure. all, that's all I thought about. You know, I, I put BJJ at the end of my social media almost immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 it's, <laughs> and it's kind of weird, too. Like, on, on that note, like, as far as, like, having significant others that, like, maybe don't do the same mm-hmm. sport you do. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that's when you kind of have to ask yourself, like, well, one, if you're a white belt, like a lot of people are like, okay, you're 30, right? Like this is what you're now you're doing martial arts. Like, right. Yeah. So it's like, is this just like some childhood whim thing that you're trying to Mm. do, like regain your youth or whatever? And then like a couple of years, I I mean, that does happen. People just bail. Right. But like, if you know, you're going to commit your life to it, you kind of have to find someone who's willing to be like, yeah, this is his life. Yeah. And if you, if you, if that if that significant other of yours either doesn't nurture that you got to make that choice like if if they don't they, if they, they either support it or don't right yeah and if they don't support it you have to make that decision is is this sport worth being in my life correct more than this person is yeah yeah and i think that i think that happens more frequently than we might anticipate sure for people yeah. because oh, yeah. i think one of the things that what, what i experienced and what i've heard a lot is with something like jujitsu, like when you get involved in it, 
you do kind of, it is easy to get obsessed with it. But even if you don't get obsessed with it, I, I feel like you still have to be devoted to it. And maybe mm. you were not the kind of person who was ever devoted to anything physical. I mean, jujitsu is a lifestyle martial art. Yeah. It, it's generally speaking, I feel like, like from my experience of setting the goal to get to blue belt, I had to make lifestyle changes Oh yeah, you know, over yeah. time. Cause I'm like, I need to train, you know, I need to train a certain amount of time each week. So I got to find where that fits in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I need to sleep because I need to, I'm beating the shit out of my body. Um, I have to hydrate. Like I have to, I have to, I have to, I have a hydration program now because yeah. it's that hard to stay hydrated yeah. in Arizona. You yeah. know, I got to eat, I have to eat better. I have to do all these things. And so when your significant other sees all these changes, frankly, maybe sometimes changes they wish they had seen a long time ago as part of the relationship. And then they see you involved in this thing and they're mm. like, well, how come I don't get that? A little yeah. jealousy. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a little jealousy there and just a little, uh, like a, like a, a feeling of like, you know, I wish that you would spend, try to spend time with me the way that you try to go to jujitsu at 1pm yeah. every day. Yeah. And there's some truth to that. So you I buy think. her gi. Yeah. yeah. And get her, yeah, <laughs> you got to get her in, you know, well, jujitsu relieves stress. You, yeah. you make stress. Yeah. And that's, that's what you tell her. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great advice. Tojo. Good relationship yeah. advice. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, I think that, um, that happens a lot is that, you know, it's like not to like be gauche and refer to one of our own clips, but like the one where, um, where, oh, what's his name? M1 combat Academy. Jeff, guy. Jeff, Jeff, Co- Jeff. Yeah. Uh, when Jeff is talking about how it ruins Moist your life. One. Yep. <laughs> it's uh it it does. It yeah. does ruin your life, you know. I think it's like it changes things. Yeah, it changes and, everything. And you kind of do there's a lot of times where people choose between jujitsu and like the life that they had before. And I think you can make the ju- the choice because you're just obsessed and you're running away, or you can say, I'm gonna choose jujitsu because I know what it does for me. Yeah. And if and I honest I understand I can't train, you know, eighteen times eighteen times a week, but I need you to be supportive of me doing this thing and how can we do that? And if you can't, then I've got to determine if if i if you're the kind of person i want in my life right, right. yeah i mean that's <clears throat> that's a real thing yeah you know? that's a real thing um and in in my opinion i think jujitsu is a um it's very similar to a religious experience because you go to a church and you have the community and you have this like gospel i guess you could call right that's being yeah. that's being shared and everybody buys in right and you feel so close to everybody because they've all bought in so you're buying in too and i think that's that's a big thing that happens i think any martial art really i mean krav maga stuff like that they're all buying into that system um but um you know if there's somebody and, and so going back to the religious experience analogy if you meet somebody that's super super into their church and you're not into church there, it's going to be an automatic turnoff, right? But yeah. if you're also if you're into the church, then you start talking, and you start sharing some gospel, and you start sharing, you know, some some analogy, scripture honestly. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's it's really um it's it's really that deep in my opinion. So when when you have a relationship, and this is this is the truth, when when you have a relationship where one member of the family is like really into you know religion and the church, and one who is not, that relationship is probably not going to last. Yeah. Or at right. least it's never going to be strong. It's going to be strained. Yeah. 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 So um, very similar. Very similar to jujitsu. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to have to step off for a minute, so I'll let you guys go on. Oh, you got to make pee-pee? Um, no, I got to call kid kids. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. So, you know, those, those you know, responsibilities. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Mine got to be a father for. Mine are, mine are all minutes. grown up. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Who wants them? Yeah. You guys are suckers. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I just got my sweet dog at yeah. home. Dog that sleeps on your head when you're trying to get some rest. Well, I guess mm. kids do that too. Yeah. No, she sleeps under the bed mostly. Oh. She's she's my little cave dog. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, she's she's places. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. The I'm looking forward to this weekend or not this week. I guess it's more Next this week. week. I'm I'm stoked, man. Yeah, I love I like last year I didn't compete. I was there. I it's just I love being at tournaments honestly like it is exhausting yeah but i just i love the atmosphere like i honestly like i love like being wrapped up in like all of like the nerves yeah the excitement yeah you know like the heartbreak the yeah. ex- you know the happiness like i i think like you just see so much raw emotion at, yeah. a, at a tournament and like anybody who's never been to a jiu-jitsu tournament like it may seem like it's nothing, like oh, you're you went and did your your ground karate and you won your gold medal, right? Like, you who cares? Yeah, who yeah. cares? And the and the grand scheme of things, like who cares, right? Like I have medals sitting in a closet, like yeah. I, I don't ever look at them again. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's 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 just let's just talk about this. You come back, hopefully with you know, you know, a gold medal. Right. You come in with a gold with a gold medal. I'm gonna know how incredibly difficult that was to to achieve, mm-hmm. right? But everybody else is like, oh, you're a black belt, right? You should be in there, right in there and win it. Yeah. And and you got to sit there and be like, okay, stupid. You have no idea the competition, <laughs> right? Yes. You have no idea the competition. Like, all the sacrifice you had to make just to get there, mm-hmm. right? And then the bracket of 71 people. Yeah. And then all of the legends in the sport that are now, you know, doing masters. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a very difficult thing to achieve. Yeah. And and uh, for those people that don't do it, they'll never realize, yeah. you know, what what it is. And I, I I will say this about last year. Uh, last year, having you there was like my safety blanket. Yeah. Because I didn't have to worry about, is Amy going to have a coach? What if yeah. I'm not around? You yeah. know what I mean? I knew you were going to be there. Yeah. And, and I knew if I needed a coach because Paul was too busy, yeah. you were going to be there. So it, it helped. Yeah. So you're screwing me by, by doing it this year. Uh, well, were you on different days? Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, You're going to coach Amy on, on the day that I go. Nice. You know, so no big deal. I'm going to lose my mind again. Yeah. That's always fun. But I mean, on that note, it's like a lot of people don't see all the sacrifice. And, and they're little sacrifices sometimes, too. Like, yeah. how fucking badly did you want to have a big, fat fucking burger tonight? Oh, God, so bad. Yeah. So bad. But, you know, that's not the right choice. Right. right? Yeah. So you yeah. make these little sacrifices, you know, and they all add up, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like... When I when I train at your your uh, academy on like you know Wednesday night or Friday night or whatever, and we're like, well, you want to go out to dinner? I'm like, I can't, can't, yeah, you know, because no, it's, it's so easy to like you know one night a week turns into two, turns into like oh every night oh, of the let's week, just have a beer, yeah, you have, know, yeah eating yeah. out every night of the week, right? <laughs> yeah, it it adds up, you know, you yeah. gotta you gotta say that, you gotta say no, sometimes. gotta say no, and that's yeah. like you know those are the sacrifices, or like, hey, you want to go see a movie tonight? No, I gotta train. Yep, yep, you know, and it's like you got a goal, you gotta you gotta work for it. Yeah. Yeah, and and once you achieve it, hey man, have fun. Yeah, right. Um, unfortunately for me, um, I can achieve it. I can have fun for one weekend, and then I got to get right back on it if I'm going to do no uh, nogi pants. Yeah, because nogi pants is the end of September. To be fair though, like that's the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah, just get but it done. There's no like like I, I I always tell this to people, and I'm total hypocrite because I don't fucking do this. But like, <laughs> it is so much better to just stay in shape than it is to get in shape. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. It's so much easier. Yeah, I like, mean, once once you get into that rhythm, yeah. right? Yeah, you're you're eating the same way, you're drinking water, you're doing all that shit. It's so much easier than you know. It's 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 like uh, they say in running. Uh, when you run as a group, it's either it's easy it's easier to keep up than to catch up. Yeah, yeah, hundred so, percent. Like yeah. uh, I mean, two months ago I was one hundred and seventy pounds. 
And now I'm I'm one fifty. Yeah. Nice. And now I don't have to like it, like even like so like the last turn I was you know had to get down to featherweight for the New Orleans Open. It's like after that tournament, even like once you once you're there, it's real easy to not shoot back up. It's like have a cheat meal, you know. But then like don't go fucking crazy. Right. It, it, one turns into two. Turn two turns into five, and yeah. then next next thing you know you're eating like shit every day. Right. Um. But if you keep it under control. You maintain, yeah, and it's actually not that hard to maintain. I need goals, man. Yeah, I need them. I need them bad. Yeah, you know, it's not enough just to do it for just for myself. Yeah, I have to be. That's why I signed up for the New Orleans yeah. Open because I yeah. knew I, I probably well I didn't know, but I I knew that um, cutting weight would be way more difficult if I didn't have a reason to. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 tough, man. It's not. Um, I fucking hate cutting weight, but it's it's the nature of the beast, right? Yeah. Um. But, you know, I think, I think what helped me, to be honest with you, like, stay, like, stay, like, on weight was all the coaching that I did. That yeah. helped a lot because yeah. I was sweating all day. Yeah. You know, I was hydrating, but I was sweating all day. Yeah. So I went, to, I would go through three, four geese a day, you know, just constantly. Did you see that <laughs> meme? Fucking, it's like. <laughs> fucking gross. It, it's like a, it's like a, um, a pie chart. And it's like you know, uh, you know what what you expected you would get out of, uh, or wh- what you get out of jujitsu. And it's like there's green and red. The whole thing is green. Red is muscles and fitness, <laughs> and green is laundry. Because <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, I, I'm I'm running the laundry probably every day. Every day, I yeah. run it every day. Yeah, and it's loaded because yeah. there's three of us that train. So and between coaching in the morning and training my fucking ass off at yeah. night, like yeah. Go through lots of geese. Can't yeah. Geese. Yeah. And, do, do you think... And everyone a, listen to that. Wash your freaking geese. Wash geez. your geese. Wash your belt. Yeah. Definitely um, wash your belt. So let me ask you this. Do you think there's a point of, like, diminishing returns uh, in training? 100% there is. Yeah. There 100%. Yeah. Um, where it is, I think that re- very much depends on the person. And even with that same person, it also depends on how are they hydrating, how are they sleeping, how yeah. are they eating. Yeah. What other extracurricular stuff are they doing? Are yeah. they lifting at the at the gym? You know, th- are they out in the sun all day? Are they out in the sun all day? Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of variables, right? And it's really hard yeah. to control for those variables and say like nobody should work should should train five days a week or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. I think, I think the yo- the newer you are, the more benefit you have you get from just showing up to class. Mm-hmm. But I think someone who is, I think the the farther along your 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 path of, in jujitsu you get like purple belt, brown belt, black belt. I think you benefit a lot. Uh, you benefit a lot more from like a lot of the extra stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, more for so sure. than you do when yeah. you're a white or blue belt. Yeah. Um, you know, I. Do you remember Parker Lap? Uh huh. Yeah. He was here. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, he was. He was at the uh, at the promotion. I saw him today, and he gave me some really good advice, man. When I when I told him, I was like, man, I feel like I'm slowing down. He goes, lift heavy. Yeah. He goes, lift heavy as often as you can yeah. because I'm telling you he's 70 years old yeah. we had a great round today he almost submitted me yeah he's not the same Parker we, we, from, from before yeah he's like 82 he's like 70 <laughs> years old yeah and he's rolling rolling yeah. like live rolling not oh take it easy on me my knee none of that shit he's trying to kill you yeah you know I want to be Parker when I grow up man that's that's a cool dude yeah that's I think a- especially as aging athletes I think uh, the lifting stuff I think is gets underhyped way more than it yeah. should yeah yeah it's it's, I, I don't want to say it's important. It's critical. Yeah, it's yeah, critical. You got to. Th- it. It's it's a hundred percent critical. Yeah. And come on, man, it's fun. It is fun. Lifting heavy shit's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Moving heavy shit's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially when your trainer is like 
Mike Myers from Halloween <laughs> with Jesus a smile Christ, on his fucking face. asshole, <laughs> <laughs> fucking jerk. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's so important to do all that other stuff. Not 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 even like to necessarily perform better, but to like for injury prevention. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that that's the big one, man. <clears throat> Conditioning your body is one thing, but like really strengthening the joints and strengthening your muscles. That's you know that that support system is is undeniably good. That's all you got. It's undeniably good. Yeah. 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 Plus, I mean, you get a lot of like, you know, um, um, hormonal benefits out of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's always good. Right. If you don't want to be putting needles in your butt. Yeah. Go yeah. lift. Go lift, man. Help, go uh, lift. boost that testosterone. Yeah. Lift a lot. Lift aging a lot. Aging athletes. Yeah. Fuck, dude. It, it's, it's hard for me to say like, you know, like when I, when I say it out loud, like I'm fit, I'll be 51 this year. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm positive I'm slowing down. I just, my body, like my brain won't accept it. Yeah. You know? And, and like, I feel like, um, I see somebody doing something. I was like, fuck, I can do that. Yeah. You know? But, but can I? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can. Um, but uh, I'm still, I'm still keeping up, but you know, my, my best days are behind me. That's for sure. Yeah. All I can do is hope to maintain as much as I can until, yep. you know, I, until I have to stop. Yeah, just hoping your current good days are better than your, your opponent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, those fuckers are going to be 52. So, yeah. So that, that helps. Yeah. Cause you're, this is your first year at masters five. five yeah. 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 I actually started jujitsu as masters three. Yeah. I was 40 years old when I started. So. I started in the adult division. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you didn't have the, you, you, I had a, I had a few more miles on the odometer than you did. <laughs> so that kind of levels it out. Yeah. yeah. But they're all sailing uh, miles, so they don't count. I ran a lot. I used to run a lot. Oh <laughs> yeah. So on, on the ship, I would actually run in boots Ugh. on a metal deck. I always thought that was funny. Like you see, like, you know, like a lot of times, like a lot of this, uh, the military stuff is like, you kind of have to be an athlete for a lot of that stuff. Absolutely. For a lot of it. And they have you in these big fucking heavy stupid boots. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. I was I was watching something today and I was just like if they just had like you know, running shoes. Make their life so much easier. <laughs> you can have yeah. you can have, you know, mid-high running shoes. That's know? true. Yeah. yeah. A well, a lot of the boots now are like running shoes. Yeah. Yeah, they're Fucking, they, they've come a long way. <laughs> they've come a real long way. Yeah. From, like, basically wearing Doc Martens. Jungle boots, yeah. 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 <laughs> they were terrible, man. Fucking jungle boots. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, <clears throat> so, we've got uh, local tournaments coming up as well. Um, I really want to b- make a big push for um, for the no- uh, Masters Cup. At yeah. the end of the year, yep. so I don't normally push tournaments at the at the academy. I let the students know which ones I'm supporting. Yeah, which means I'll be their coach. That's all I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't have any skin in the game. I'm not making any money from these people. I'm just there to there to support my team. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm pretty um I'm I, I'm I'm pretty vocal about the ones that I support and AZBJJL absolutely I support them. Uh, but this time I, I don't know why, man, I really want to make a run. I want to win that master's cup. I think we can do it. Yeah. I mean, we did, we did really good at novice cup with nine people. You know, something that might be uh, beneficial for a lot of your students is, Hey, there's also jujitsu worldly coming up. It's yeah. Like, October if you can 1st. afford it, do it. Yeah. Cause it, it, there's, there's training in the gym and then there's competing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes training in the gym isn't enough. Like right. you got to do those tournaments because it just kind of like prep you to like so your body knows what to expect. Yeah. You know. Well, I've got I've got a ton of white belts doing my nogi program. Yeah. And they don't have tournaments for nogi because they're white belts. Right. But Jiu-Jitsu World League 
yeah. allow it. Yeah. So I, I've been I've been let them letting them know, hey man, sign up. And I mean, as far as like non like AZBJJL or IBJJF, like they they put on a good tournament. Honestly, they do. They do a good job. You know? Yeah. I'm I'm not unhappy with them. I mean, they're not as good. Yeah. But um, but they do they do a decent job. Yeah. Um, there are definitely worse tournaments. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, but you know what? The real black eye that they have is when remember we were there to like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. That one tournament. That was the first tournament back from COVID. I know. Yeah, and, and that's that's like everybody forgets to mention that. Yeah. You know, they just say, "Oh my God, they ran it so." Dude, they were trying their best. Yeah, and you that's know? when everyone was like, "Oh fuck, a tournament!" Yeah, and Jump it was in. huge, yeah. it was and it was all on one day. Yeah, and because like they didn't know like what the coming back like. Some schools closed down. Yeah. Some like, you know, some people like went literally went out of business. Yeah, like, you know, they don't know, they didn't know what the you know what how many people are actually going to sign up for it. So they had one day to do gi and no gi. Yeah, that was uh, that was wild. Yeah, I remember Colin was in the bullpen like at ten at night. I was like, <laughs> I've been here since eight o'clock this morning. Yeah, I coached and competed at gi and no gi. I'm. I can't stay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. After my last student went, I was like, all right, you guys let me know who won because I just left. I was so tired. Yeah. That was a long day. That was a long freaking day. Probably the longest. I mean, you know, other than back in the day with Naga when Naga used to go really late, but this was this was rough. Yeah. I, I never did Naga tournament. Really? I never did one. I, I just went there to support. I don't know if I've ever even been to one. Yeah. They're not, they're not bad. I've done like, I've gone to the grappling industry ones. Those are, they're run okay. Yeah. 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 Um, AGF, I hear, has stepped up their game. Have so, they? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I was really excited when they first came to town because that was like, that was a rough, that was a rough time for us as a team. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they came to town and they treated us well. I, I remember, weren't they partnered with uh, Fight to Win at some point? Um, I, don't I think know early that. on. I think early on they were, they were partnered with Fight to Win. Sure. And then, and then that, that went away pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Fight to Win, man. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, I, I think uh, Seth's a little spread too thin right now. He is, but I mean, it it, it must it must be making some money, or else I don't know, man. I don't know. They give you they give you like a day to sell tickets. That 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 Phoenix fight to win was so bad, pretty sad. Yeah. Well, I didn't go, but yeah, this is the most recent one. Yeah. yeah, it was it was during like a bodybuilding convention or some shit, <laughs> and it was just like it was like literally a sideshow. It was just like pushed off to the side. The, they were at the Phoenix Convention Center, which apparently, like, the fire marshal gave them, like, some stipulation where they had to have railings on the mat. Yeah. Which is, like, what the fuck? That is so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, put pads down on the, on the... Well, I mean, having a raised mat is dangerous, but fuck, man. It, the way the railings were set up, it's, like, you could very easily, like, get an arm stuck in there and, yeah. like, as you fall off the mat or whatever. Or was, hit your head yeah. or your neck. Um. I think I think if they're gonna do that, if they're gonna be forced to do that, they should have a system where they're using like, like boxing ring ropes. You know, I, what I mean, I don't even think that would help. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it if just makes just everybody feel better. Yeah, yeah, it's a checkbox, but at least no one's gonna break their neck on it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. unless someone leaves a stool out, <laughs> the that movie sucked. <laughs> Million Dollar Baby. Oh, okay. You it know, I've a, never it, seen it. It was a great uh, movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. You only watch it once though. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking yelled at the person that said, oh, you should go watch this movie. I yelled. I called her. I was like, hey, fuck you, man. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. She gets paralyzed. Yeah. yeah I was so fucking mad. Like, I was like. I didn't I have that movie spoiled for what has it been like 22 years since it came out. You just spoiled it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Let's go. Yeah. I don't feel you bad had the one you. person in the room in the world who. I don't, I don't feel bad for you. I don't. I won't watch it. You probably. had two decades. 
Yeah, you had a long time to watch it. You're, you're, <laughs> nah, it's all good. What do you think about what Joey's doing with Butter Smooth? Awesome. I think it's great. You've got a podcast going. What does he call in the podcast? It's uh, No... No Credentials. No Credentials. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I, I watched... Um, I think I watched his first two episodes. He's really good. He is. He is really good. He was a great guest. He was. Yeah, yeah. he was awesome. And yeah, I just... I like. It's very balls to the wall. It's just like, yeah. we're going to sit and we're going to smoke weed and drink beer. I love and it. Drink alcohol. Love it. Or drink, drink whiskey all at the same time. Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah, yeah that's so, what we do. So Ed Milet, Ed Milet did a podcast uh, a while back where I think he was doing scotch for a while and then wine, and then he realized, well, I'm drinking like every other day, so I should probably not do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, good for you. Um, yeah. So, um, no, he, he's good, man. He's a good – his his interview style is really cool. It's very laid back. Yeah. And uh, his studio looks amazing. It looks really good. He he. Put some research. He he called me asking me some questions, and I was like, "Oh, this is what I do." And, yeah, you know, yeah. So. He reached out to me as well, and yeah. then he kind of just put the whole thing together. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's it's very similar to the the setup we have, but I really I really like his um the background that he has for the host. It looks really cool. Yeah, with his like yeah. uh yeah with his lo- logo on the back. Yeah, that looks really good. Do you I, think I'm excited for the buttersmooth tournaments that he's have or tournaments or super fights or whatever you want to call yeah. it? Like I, I, I well, I they're tournament style, aren't they? I thought they were. He's I got super fights. If I understand, he's got super fights and he's got a tournament. He's okay. got tournament classes. Okay. Gotcha. The first one was supposed to be, I think, like three divisions, and and that was, I think, it was just going to be divisions. And then he had people drop, and not enough, and then not enough people signed up for those. So then he converted to super fights. Now he's doing, I think, a, a tournament, some kind of tournament format, potentially open. Sorry, Joey, I probably should know this. And then, uh, and then um, super fights, and he has okay. the first super belt, super fight lined up. It's a purple belt. Um, purple belt match i don't know which one okay. it is precisely but he's got one lined up so yeah, yeah he's putting yeah. a lot he's investing a lot of his own resources in, into it wow. he's providing prize pools um like he bought the mats and stuff like he uh like he owns everything like for it and he's work he's working with this venue that's that's really cool that he was actually a group that through his real estate brokering he was able to get them into this location to start like their fitness business mm-hmm. and so he uses their space like for for the fight club and everything and uh, I mean, yeah, he's putting his own money in to like uh, to provide prize pools for the super fights and prize pools for each of the brackets. Yeah. Wow. So he's got like a very I, I appreciate the vision that he's kind of laid out in terms of bringing money into the sport. Yeah. But he's ballsy for just what, doing what, it himself. That's, yeah. what, that's what the sport needs. Yeah. What, what, what I was going to say is like what is he more, doing? What is he doing that's different? I can't speak enough because I don't know enough about gotcha. tournaments. Honestly, okay. you guys, Tojo or you guys probably know. I, all I know is he's he's paying people. Um, okay. I think that's one of the biggest things, but it's also like the way that, um, he, I think his rule set is pretty straightforward and he's, he's sub only. Um, and you know, when he was on the podcast, he talked about that, how that's really big. Yep. And I think that's one of the things he's getting a lot. A lot of the people who've competed have said it's like the best tournament they've been to. Okay. That they can, okay. So it's, he's getting really good reviews and he's, he's got a very clear plan about what he wants to do. But I think the biggest thing, the, the two things I could think of is paying the competitors, but, uh, and sub only mm. to try to make the most engaging, jiu-jitsu rule set that really displays the yeah. sport yeah. to its maximum potential. One thing that I like or really enjoyed about when uh, triathlon back when I did triathlon is um, when you would show up to a well-run triathlon, not the bullshit ones, uh, but when it was when it was well-run, you felt like a rock star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything was taken care of. Everything. You know what I mean? Like you hand your bike to someone, they put it in the transition. They realize that you're you. the product. Yeah. And, and you show up and they have a, like a goodie bag with real cool shit in it, you know? Yeah. It, it, and if you need mechanic services, if you need air, if you need anything, they had it all. And, and, uh, I think that's where jujitsu is lacking. 
especially something as prestigious as IBJJF, you feel like a number when you walk in. Yeah. Right? They they stamp your arm and you walk in, you show the thing. Some of them don't even have like warm up areas. Right. Yeah. Some that, of the IBJJFs. That is insane. The opens typically to me. don't. Yeah. That is insane don't. to me. That's like that's like so basic. Yeah. That is so basic that it doesn't make any sense to me that no one thinks like Maybe we should do this. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you, what do you fucking it's need? It's like mats? a couple hundred square feet you yeah. have to have. That's it. Um, but, like, the warm-up area should be, like, it should be big. It should be a big warm-up area. There should be more things for the, for the athletes, more amenities for the athletes. Like, yeah. you know, um, it, it, I think there should be water bottles, like, everywhere for the athletes. Like, yeah. just fucking take one. You know what I mean? Not right. like, oh, I forgot my water. Hey, and you're calling your... That's not very expensive to no, do. It's, it's $3 for 40 of them at yeah. Costco. In the yeah. bullpen, there should be a giant thing of water. I yeah. mean, it, you should feel you should feel like a real professional athlete when you're doing these. Because they're charging you, like, a lot of money. Yeah. Right? They're charging a lot of money. And I understand. They got a big venue. They have a lot of shit. They pay their referees. I love the way they do that. They do it. But, like, that's one thing they're lacking, man. Uh, you know, I think triathlon, in my opinion, does it the best. Do you think the IBJJF that is is it kind of like a organization that's grown so large that it's lost touch with like like when an organization is especially like a tournament or a sports organization grows so large like so many moving pieces there's so many mm-hmm. things happening there's so many events going on around the country at once like do you think they just have difficulty creating one cohesive no. product cuz it's surprising to me that you would say that like the that the opens don't have a warm up area, don't have any of these basic things that yeah. like the world, but that Master Worlds has. But Master Worlds is Master Worlds. Like, Master Worlds has barely. Doesn't even barely. have it. So the Master Worlds will have like a warm up area. It's usually tiny, yeah. Especially for how many people are going to be there. Yeah. And, um, but and, they're not going to have like like you said the amenities. Like there's no. not going to be water or no. anything like that. And provided. and and the and the dressing. Have you seen the fucking dressing rooms? Did yeah. you ever? Look? It's 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 so bad. Yeah. It's so you you can't you can't go you can't drop trowel. Because mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like open and like it's a curtain. It's like literally a, a, a square pole like uh, frame with just like black curtains hanging yeah. down that everybody just, like just moves. Yeah, everybody just moves and they walk in. And it's like, really? This is like the most prestigious tournament in the world. And this is what this is your product. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I, I don't think that they've lost touch. I, I don't think they ever cared. Interesting. I think I think every rule that I've seen them uh, like in, in, in uh, put in for 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 uh, whatever tournament, on, I think it only benefits the the organization and not the athlete. Mm-hmm. I don't think they I don't think they think about the athlete at all. I think they just the athletes will come because, because that's they what have we do. To. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways they think, <clears throat> and I mean a lot of ways this might be true that they're too big to fail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nobody's too big to fail. Right. True. Nobody. That's the reality. True. That's yeah. the reality right yes. there. And that's what I'm saying about like the butter smooth thing is like I love that we are having even these a lot of these small ones that come up and then fail. It's like if the more and more we have this, the more we'll will filter through and yeah. become successful. Yeah. And the more successful organizations that we have putting on tournaments, the more it's going to start lighting that fire under yep. the bigger organiza- organizations cuz like ADCC is doing this right now, right? Let's be real. I mean, the ADCC opens are definitely not as well run as an IBJJF Dude, open. I wish they not would even step close. it up. Not even close. Yeah, not even close. But <clears throat> where were they last year? There wasn't even ADCC right. opens last year. Right. Right. They'll get there. They're getting there. Yeah, they'll get there. Right. And even uh, even if you look at like the the trials, the trials have gotten better. Yeah. Like 
the the tournament itself has gotten better. I think under under Mo, uh, ADCC Mo, Mo's World, doing great is shit for ADCC. Yeah, it's insane. And I, it I would not be surprised if in the next ten years ADCC is as big or bigger than IBJJF. Uh, agreed, agreed. Especially with everybody going towards that that nogi uh, uh, rule set. That yeah. They have the best rule set. I think it's I think it's the best. In I, my opinion, yeah. they have the best rule set yeah. if you got rid of the the pull guard penalty. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that rule is a little antiquated. It's funny to me because I all of their best athletes fucking pull guard. Yep. Yep. Gordon Ryan's pulling guard. Yeah. Right? Like the, all those guys are pulling guard because they want to play the heel the the leg lock game, right? I understand where they're going with it though. I understand why. I mean, mm-hmm. you're closer to the to the ankles like but but i i understand i understand why adcc wants to see they want they want a, a well-rounded athlete winning like right. a good wrestler a good jujitsu guy good leg lock game a here's good the reality passer. though most of those people aren't good enough and they're not willing to like to give up the negative point and pull guard right so you end up with these matches where these two guys who like have like some knowledge of of takedowns mm. raising my hand right here like i'm not if if I'm like worried, even even if you're like, who really cares about the negative point? Like in the grand scheme of things, you probably can make that up pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. But like, it's just like the the psychology of it. It's like I don't want to give up a point that I don't have yeah. to. Yeah. Do they stand you up? No, I don't think so. I they think let it's, you. They, they let just you give you the negative point. Okay. Yeah. Shit, I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, like I said, the psychology <clears throat> of it. You're like, why give up that extra point? That that point that I don't need to Agreed. give up. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Agreed. So it, a lot of a lot of times you end up with these matches where there's these two guys who are just collar tying and clubbing each other because they don't fucking know how to take down slapping. Yeah, right. And then it's like that kind of defeats the purpose because I think like in my opinion their purpose was to like push the action, right? Yep. And like oh they don't want a guy pulling pulling guard. It's like well that's where the action is now. Yeah, yeah. I, and I I think they'll make the adjustment. I think like I hope so. Yeah. That's the oh, that's literally the only thing I don't like about the rule set. Yeah. Everything else, the first half where it's submission only, that's fucking perfect. awesome. Yeah. Perfect. That's so cool. Cuz you can just go for it when everyone about, when everyone's yeah. fresh. Yep. That's when you want the submission yep. battle. Yep. And, and and you don't have to worry about like, oh, I went for the triangle and the guy passed my guard. So what? Yeah, so what? Or I went for the ankle lock and he came up and mounted me. Okay. okay. <laughs> now I can escape. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's I think it's a really good rule set. And 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 the more I I think I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised at the product right now because of, because of what Mo did with the World Championships last year. Yeah, I, I'm very surprised that it's not better. Yeah, I, I like when I see a referee, when I see a referee with like a wrinkled shirt and a fucked up hat. Come on, bro. Come yeah. on. No. Get, uh, they need to get the uniform thing up. Yeah. I mean, but to be fair, the IBJJF throws on these fucking baggy ass like coats on these on the refs. It too. looks professional though. It kind looks of. professional. It, it, it they they don't always fit. Not to the professional. They, they, <laughs> they don't always fit. I get it, but at least you can iron your fucking shirt. Yeah, you know what I mean. True. Yeah, or have like polo shirts. Yeah, something. Right, make it look good. These yeah. guys have their shirts out. They're fucking wrinkled. I saw a guy with his hat fucking cocked to the. Not, it's just like he just threw it on his head because he wanted to cover his head. Like have a uniform ish. Yeah, you're, you're, no, have you're, a uniform. You're representing a, a organization. Yeah, uh, you're a I, professional organization. Act like it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, especially for the optics. If you want to be taken seriously, like take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, like the referee is a is is very imp- an, a very important person on that mat. Like they're your lifeline. They're make sure they're there to make sure you're not going to get hurt. I need that guy to look professional. Yeah. You know. So you like, trust them. Yeah. 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 So it makes it, it'll make me feel better, and not just for me. Like, like there's a reason why I don't support all the tournaments. Mm-hmm. Because I've had those, I've had some of those tournaments call me 
and be like, hey, you want a ref today? Are you out of your fucking mind? Right. I'm not a ref. That, that was going to say, they, they have a staffing issue. I think <clears throat> once they get that figured out, I think they're going to have less problems with yeah. uniform type Well, things. I like what they're doing with the uh, with the rule set. Like, they they have a mandatory meeting for anybody who's going to be a judge or a ref or whatever they call them. Yeah. Um, I think that's great. And I think that's, like, step one, right? Yeah. You, you get everybody on, on the same like, page. Like I say, they're, they're, <clears throat> they're on the up. Yeah. They are for sure right now. They are just going up for sure. And, and they're not brand new. Yeah. They've been doing this a while. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think, I think it's only going to get better. Yeah. I, I love what they did with the opens. I wish the opens would be more representative as to who is going to go to the trials. Like you got to use them as qualifiers yes, for the trials. Yes. I think that would be way better than letting well, I talked 200 about this, blue belts. I, I talked to the show at up. the West coast trials when we were there and it was like, fuck each bracket was like a hundred people <laughs> or hundred more than a hundred people. And it was like, yeah. And there was like, there's like blue belts in there and yeah. purple belts. And yeah. I'm like, not to disparage, like I n- understand that they're like, there, there are purple belts who can win 100%. ADCC. 100%. Right? Yeah. There, there are people that are that that fit that niche. They're outliers. Yeah. 90% of those blue belts and purple belts had no business being there. Yeah, I think... Uh, or more, 99% of them. Didn't... Didn't... Um, didn't um, oh, gosh. Who am I thinking about? Kolobate. No, 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 no. Um, Liz, Liz Clay, didn't she win the trials at blue belt? Oh, I don't know. She was 16 years old. Oh, I don't know. But that's like, you want to talk about an outlier. Yeah. Right? But again, we're, we're just talking about outliers. Yeah. And like, and I was, my, my point on that was that if you're going to, I would say sub brown belt, because it's like, it's really hard to like. Yeah. Because a lot of those schools don't like say like, you know, a lot of those nogi only schools don't do like the belt system really. Right. Right. It's a little different. Yeah. But like, if you're a purple or blue belt, like you should have to kind of like prove that you belong there. Otherwise Agreed. You're, you're wasting everyone's yeah, time. Yeah. And, and I think the I think the opens is a great way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should have to score points just like they do at Worlds. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta qualify. Uh and if you qualify, hey, good on you. Yeah. Go get it, man. Awesome. You know? But so if you don't hmm. what do the opens do now? They're just for fun. They're just experience. They're just yeah. additional yeah. like get experience with the rule set. It's and- it's like you being able to do like the the biggest tournament in the world. Uh, the biggest tournament in the world in the world's rule set, basically, okay. yeah, yeah. With, with their logo and it's just like running an Ironman, right? There's yeah. there's like you know there's thirty five pros and two thousand also rans. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, also rans. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really all it is. Yeah, and then there's the DNFs, yeah. sissies. Yeah, but I mean, like, all across the it was line. such a shit show, you know. And you know, maybe now that we have the opens, maybe that's what they'll start focusing on because, like, I mean, I think. ADCC, like they were focused as far as revenue generation, it was the trials mm-hmm. and the championship. Yep. That's three events. Yep. Every two years. Right. So, okay, that's not a lot. Now, I think that's more spending than earning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. But I mean, like, let's start like making the trials like actually something. Yeah. I think it would be great. No, well, the opens, right? Make the opens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Could you so. do like opens lead to trials, lead to championship that's kind yeah. of what we we're talking about like that's what we wish it would be yeah because yeah. right now not. the only road to the championship is you have to well well you can get invi- invited like yeah. if you won last year you're gonna get invited yeah. back right. um or you win one of the the trials yeah east coast west coast trials or euro trials i think there's an asian one too yeah yeah but you have to win go win one of those and then you get you're in to the, the actual adcc championship and a lot of times the second place person will get an invite too just yeah. depending on the show that they put on and how many people, they, how many spots they need to fill. So it just depends. But I think there might be a South American one as well. 
There might be. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, either way, I mean, man, some of those trials are just it's, that West Coast trials was a shit show. Yeah. I mean, it's like it was what two days. Yeah. Yep. Two days for Brad. I had a lot of fun. It was a lot of cool jiu-jitsu. Like, and Nogi is particularly fun to watch because yeah. people are just so much more heated about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and speaking of heated, you watch those guys get in the, like the, the little slap matches and that's really, <clears throat> that's really like where, where I think the referee comes into play. Mm-hmm. The referee has to get control of that right away. Yeah. I mean, as soon as somebody slaps, knock you that the shit match. off. Yeah. It's knock that shit off. I'm going to disqualify you. Next yeah. time I see it, I'm going to disqualify you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you retaliate, I'm disqualifying you. Yeah. And that's, that's how you take control of the match. Yeah. And as soon as they do it, boom, you're out. Yeah. You know, get as mad as you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Meet me in the parking lot. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting that you have that issue where where you've got these like slap <clears throat> matches happening, or like you said, like collar ties and clubbing. Mm. But then when you look on social media, it's people getting carried across the venue and thrown into concrete because yeah. there's no because there's no like there's no, like they because the way they stop the action. Yeah. So it's like you do or have don't. a lot of action or don't. <laughs> yeah. Like you do have a lot of action, but you're still having stalling that happens sometimes sometimes uh what what i love about adcc is like the the audience is in play too yeah like they're yeah, not going to stop yeah. it they're not going to stop it until you have full control it seems dangerous man ah, i'm surprised on, no one w- hasn't gotten more seriously injured don't get a cheaper seat <laughs> i'm talking about the athletes that <laughs> yeah seems no, very I dangerous yeah, for the athletes yeah. um, i mean it's kind of like there's a little bit of a you sign the waiver but there's also like a lot of things that like a lot of people hate, especially like at the higher level, is it's like when you're when you have a guy who's playing the boundary, mm. and you take him down into the boundary, and you're like, well, sorry, that didn't count because yep. you're outside out of bounds. It's, yep. it's nice where they're like, yeah, fuck that guy. If he wants to play the boundary, he's gonna get taken out onto the concrete. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It takes him just, all the way into the tunnel. Yeah. It's the just the reality <laughs> of it. Like and, and like, I've every single tournament I've ever been to has had somebody like close to a submission, getting ready to set up a submission, in a submission, on the boundary, and the ref stops them, and they're like, reset. I mean, we have to move you. Yeah. You know? And then at that point, you can't just... I mean, if you put someone right into the submission, it's pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. And if you and if you take him out of the submission and start him in just, like, the either a neutral position or put that guy, like, say he was in side control or whatever, put him back into side control, well, that guy's like, yeah, but I had the submission. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's getting fucked. Yeah. You know? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But why not, I mean, why not have a cage? <laughs> why is there no cage for jujitsu? Like, why is that not a standardized? Um, probably cost. I mean, it's it'd be a very expensive to set up twenty four cages. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that would be really expensive. Yeah, but I feel like a cage would help a lot with the with the boundary issue because then you're just working the cage. And I like I Joe Rogan's comp- idea. Do it on a football field. Unlimited boundary. Just infinite space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking chasing. We're running away. <laughs> well, there's a whole other game that opens up on the ca- on the against cage two. Sure. You know, it, it doesn't wall. matter. It doesn't matter what the venue, what the boundary is. People are going to play to the rule set. Yeah. So if yeah. you have a football field, people are going to play to the rule set. They're going to run back and forth and dodge and wait till the clock runs out and do overtime and maybe I don't know whatever. Yeah. But um. But yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. you could, you could either fight in a phone booth or a football field. People are going to play the, the the rule set. So yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no perfect rule set. I mean, I think ADCC is the closest, in my opinion. I would love to see a gi organization adopt this a similar rule set. I think that'd be really fucking cool. Yeah. What um, about it? Do you want? It, would you want to see them adopt specifically? Uh, I like that the first like like the mainly like the first half of the match is is no points. It's submission only. Because that's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's that makes it more of a spectator sport. Yeah. 
right? Because no one wants to see a couple guys looking for like their advantage, right? Yep. Yeah. And a lot because most like the, to the casual viewer, no one uh, no one understands that, right? Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's just it pushes that pace. It's more fun, in my opinion, to like be like submission grappling is more fun than playing points. Like when you're like in class and you're like. Oh, I swept you two points. Like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you didn't submit me. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but like playing playing for sub is fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that I think that's and then I, I think playing that's a, playing for sub is why you walk through the door. Right. Yeah. Right. That's like that's the cool part of jujitsu. Yeah. Like no one like take the UFC. Like no one really talks about jujitsu until someone gets triangled or kimura mm. or whatever. Right? It's not like, oh, he held him on the ground. They're just talking about ground and pound at that yeah. point. Because yeah. even though it's that's jujitsu, or when that dude hit the omoplata, yeah, it was like fuck, fucking yeah. crazy, that yeah. kind of shit. Like that's when people are like, "Oh, that's jujitsu, yeah. right?" But just holding someone on the ground, like that's wrestling, also. Yeah, you know, ground and pound, like mixed martial arts, right? That's that's a whole lot of things. Yeah, right. That's kind of the submission part is kind of where a lot of it kind of differentiates, and we get away from that a little bit with the mm. points. I agree, man. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Uh, I I hate that you you brought it up, but yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> no, um, I I think I also think that um, there's some things that like uniform wise with the IBJJF, I just roll my eyes at. I mean, there's this like, I and and now there's especially the new stuff. The new stuff, yeah. I I think what's gonna happen is just like they did. Remember, remember when uh, it was only black belts that had to get their IBJJF card. Yeah, and they're like, oh, brown belts too. Okay, purple. Okay, everybody has yeah. to get a card. So now everybody pays thirty five bucks a year or whatever. Yeah. So that adds up. And right? we do. And we and do. we do. And we pay and it. We right. Yeah. And now they're talking about uniforms, like subtly talking about yeah. new uniform changes. And I think what's going to happen Gracie is Baja, so. you got to buy IBJJF uniforms. When that happens, I think that I did my last IBJJF. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm not going to fucking do it. I don't think that's going to go. I will not comply. You know, the funny thing is, is like I think they're on the wrong timeline for that. Yeah. I think if they would have tried to implement this 10 years ago, they could have. Yep. I think right now, there's other options. Yep. Yeah. I think that'll- Too that'll, many other options. That'll be the straw. Yeah. If, obviously, we are 100% speculating right now. But I think we're right. I think we're right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think we're right. But we don't know, you know. Yeah. And, and if it does happen, I do think it'll be a big hit. In, in, yeah. In a bad yeah. way. Yeah. In a bad way, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but once we we were looking at those new rule changes for for geese, I'm like, yep, they're gonna make us buy their geese. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I can't wait. To it'll my, be uh, to have an IBJJF gee. It'll be 135 a year with a free gee. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no, it'll be like a two hundred dollar gi. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Ain't, there ain't gonna be nothing cheap yeah. about that. Two hundred thirty five a year. Sounds yeah. like someone's trying to upgrade to a Ferrari. Right. Yeah. yeah. Someone, yeah. someone up high up in the organization. Yeah, I, I, I don't shit on everything they do, but that's those are the types of things that I'm like, come on, man, give me a fucking yeah. break. I, well, it's interesting because I mean, it's just an institutionalized thing. Like, I think that when an organization gets that large, and especially starting where they did, where it's like you said, there was no other option, mm -hmm. so it's kind of just been like, come to IBJJF because you have to. But eventually, there will be a contender. There will be somebody sometime down the line who will challenge them. People have tried. Um, there was a NA North American BJJ that was probably the worst run tournament I've ever been to ever, ever. And I've been to a lot Yeah, and uh, all over the country. And, um, they, uh, they partnered, I think they had like a partnership or something with a gi company. I don't know what the hell it was, but, um, they were failing 
geese going in. Like they're really strict on all the geese. Oh, geez. And, but you could go buy one right over here. You, you just take your kid and go buy one over there. Man, dude, there were so <laughs> Eventually, there was just a wall of parents yelling at the guy checking the geese. And he had to acquiesce because no fucking way, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like they can't all be wrong. Yeah. That's a fucking scam. <laughs> that's a scam. Yeah, that's a scam. Yeah. And I think that's the last time they showed up. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few people that put some stuff out there that I, that's and not that's how I feel people are gonna feel about if the IBGGF does that. Yeah, with yeah. the new with the with the like geese. Finally, finally the the look behind the curtain like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's like there it is. Yeah. You're just in it for the money. Yeah. Yeah. We all know that that's well, the case. I mean, they're in it for the money. Yeah, for sure. They Listen, I'm not shitting on everything they do, but this is going to be a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. If well, you can happens. be in it for the money, but that doesn't mean you can't provide first-class business in a first-class way. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Usually, if you do that first, the money comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's short-sighted to focus on the money yeah. only. Yeah. 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 Usually. But they've, so. been, but they've also been doing this for so long. How long mm -hmm. has the IBJJF been around? I don't know. 20 years? I mean, longer, it's, it's very years? much just how, like, all sorts of bureaucracy works it's like always like little incremental changes and all of a sudden you're like a hundred miles away from where you started yeah, yeah. You know? it feels like it'd be trying to like <clears throat> usurp fifa or something right, <laughs> right. like the fifa yeah. organization yeah exactly they're so it's yeah. it, i mean it's the international brazilian jiu-jitsu federation they're pretty sounds pretty official sounds uh, like well, multiple countries have uh it, it <laughs> signed is, on. it is and if you're not an IBJJF world champion, you're not a world champion. Uh, that, that's not my that's opinion. The perception that's not right that's now. the perception that people have. Um, I, I disagree because I think you know if you're a world champ, you're a world champ regardless of where you got it because it's all the, basically the same people you know yeah. going after it. But you know IBJJF has it's the most prestigious. They are they are the recognized leader in jujitsu uh, competition, and I don't disagree with that. I think they are they are the rec they are the leader. Well, I mean the best athletes do compete at IBJJF, hundred percent compared to other things. Yeah, but. That's not going to be the case forever. Yeah, yeah. But I, I really wish, like like I said earlier about, about triathlon, do a full-distance triathlon and see if you don't feel like a fucking rock star. Like, I I, turn, I, I had a, a mechanical problem. They fixed it. I turned my bike in, the, and it was waiting for me at transition. And then as I got off the bike to transition to run, there was a person there took my bike and took care of it. Like, yeah. it was all about the athlete. I was a thief. Huh? That was a thief. No, no, I got my bike back. Okay. Yeah, I didn't want that fucking bike back after that fucking 112, 112 miles. But, um, but no, there was a, the, you felt like a rock star when what you were walked your, in. What were your entry fees compared to Masters World? I don't remember. For that one, they were pretty expensive. I think, I think for a full distance triathlon, you're looking at like, this is like 2010, and it was like, gosh, man, I want to say like, oh. 900 bucks? I was going to say close to 1,000. Yeah. yeah, about nine. I think it was It's got to be bucks. over that. Over plus, a lot plus for travel, $900 per person. Plus travel and plus, you know, yeah, bikes are not cheap, you know, that type yeah. of shit, you know. But, you got to transport yeah. your bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I, I really, I really enjoy, I, I, I was going through a divorce at the time. So I used it as like a coping mechanism, getting rid, getting through, you know, getting through that, that yeah. tough time and just beating the shit out of myself every day. Yeah. You know, and that's. It fucking helps. <laughs> it does it helps a lot. It does. Too tired to care. Too t yeah. I've been on a bike for a hundred miles. I think I'm just going to take a nap. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, they, they're going to, they're going to find out that, I mean, I think they're starting to pay for some events. The athletes. Really? Jay Jeff. Yeah. I think there's <clears throat> the grand prix. Is that part of? Oh yeah. No, they, yeah, they, is, right? they've been paying out for a while. Yeah. yeah. But not everything. So they're starting to have some things, but, the more and more that other 
organizations are getting bigger and starting to actually have big purses for uh, these athletes, people are going to be like, I don't really care about the prestige if I can get 20 grand or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, but but think of it this way. If you think about it long term, if you're a multiple time IBJJF world champion, it's going to be a lot easier to market yourself if you're going to open a school or sell a product line or do anything like that. So, so there For are now. some, yeah, there, well, but there are some perks to winning, winning the world championships at IBJJF. Oh, yeah, no, 100%, yeah. 100% yeah. Yeah. right now. Why, why, why do you say right now? Because I think in, in, in some time in the future timeline, there's going to be, uh, there or could be a t- another organization that either equals or maybe okay. even shadows okay. the IBJJF. Yeah. I-, I wonder if ADCC will ever do like a gi that, tournament. That's I what was I'm just saying. thinking that. Yeah. If if they get it, that's part of my like wish about their rule set. I'm like, yeah. all you got to do is throw in the gi and you'd pull in the other half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about this. IBJJF announces that you have to buy their gis. ADCC comes out and says, we're adding a gi competition. Bring your own gi. Wear yeah. whatever the fuck, <laughs> wear you, the want. fuck you want. Because yeah. they won't even care. No. Because yeah. you can you can actually wear a gi to ADCC. Oh yeah, because Eddie Bravo. I mean he he yeah. wore he yeah he wore that. There suit. there is the uniform allows for a gi. Yeah. If you want to wear a gi in the no gi stuff, you can, but you just can't use it like a gi. Are so they allowed? Al- yeah. are, 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 is your opponent allowed to choke you with the gi? No. Wow. So they can't grab like sleeves and shit. No, you can't grab the uniform, but you can still wear a gi. Oh, interesting. Oh, I like that. Yeah. But, but I, I just mean, remember Eddie Bravo wearing, like, gi pants or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, he likes yeah. the friction. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, But, like, yeah, if they were to open up a gi, I would sign up for the first gi ADCC. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't care where it is. New York? All right, let's go. Let's go. Oh, we should do that. We should totally do that. Mo, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mo listens to this. We have, like, 13 people listening now, so <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Know. I love your organization. Yeah. Uh, you just need gi, and you need to get rid of the takedown thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or the guard pull thing. Yeah. He's doing a lot in the UAE right now. Like, you see Gordon Ryan post. Well, that's where they're from. That's, oh. that's where the ADCC well, is from. Oh, but they're talking, like, specifically they're doing, like, a lot of work with, like, some kind of rich people out there. Yeah. That's not, I can't tell. First of all, that's all that's in the UAE. <laughs> yeah, fair. but. but I don't want to stereotype Tojo, but. That's what, uh, that's what, um, um, that's, that's where the ADCC That's where it started. Abu Dhabi from. Combat yeah. Club. There yeah. Was, there was a, um, there was a, um, uh, very rich person that wanted to see some jujitsu and started that tournament. So a lot of the rule set comes from what he wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That pussy didn't like guard pulling apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, wrestling's big out there, so I, I can see why he wants to see more wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen guys, we've been going for about almost two and a half hours. Uh, I'm going to call it. Yeah. Let's call it. Okay. Um, but thank you guys for doing this. Um, I know it was kind of short notice, but we got it done. Well, not for you. I appreciate you waiting around. <laughs> no problem. Like, it's yeah. long notice. I've been yeah. here all day. Sorry about that. Uh, well, listen, everybody, if you love the podcast or if you hate the podcast, just give give us a review on uh, Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the channel and um, help support the uh, podcast and uh, order some BioPro. With, um, the code is FOXCAST. Again, uh, you get uh, 30 bucks off your, your order. And um, it's it's good stuff, man. I can't I can't recommend it enough. I've been taking it for two months, and I'm I feel like uh, I feel like a, a different person. So um, if you want to get in better shape, you want to uh, you know finish out your workouts a little bit stronger. Hit BioPro. Thanks, guys. Yo.